the very first ever. Uh, we are a place where friends geek out over the nerdy things that we love. Everything from Star Wars, Marvel, Cats, you know, what have you. My name is Stephanie Katz, and I will be your host this evening. With me tonight is Zach. Hi, everybody. How are we doing tonight? Peter. Hello. And Tom. hi -o. This is the first one ever. I guess let's start by uh, a little bit about ourselves. Uh, so, again, my name's Stephanie. Uh, I uh, started playing video games with my dad when I was, like, little on the original NES. Started out with, like, the original Final Fantasy. That was how I got into, like, video games and then kind of evolved from there. Got into, like, anime. Sailor Moon was, like, a real big one for me. Um, and then kind of, you know... Marvel movies started coming out and just kind of spiraled into this whole thing, and then here we are now. Uh, I'm Zach. Uh, been a nerd since before it was cool, so I think that makes me a hipster too. Uh, but no, uh, big Star Wars guy. I uh, love classic sci fi, uh, both movies, the worse the better, and uh, novels, the better the better. Um, just uh, got too much, uh, too much random knowledge and crap shoved up in my brain, so I figured I'd better share with somebody. And if I have to live with it, now you will have to too. Peter, I I love pretty much any type of media, mostly Star Wars. That's my favorite one, but I know a little bit about everything, honestly. All right, awesome. yeah, man, this is really awkward. <laughs> I'm gonna make this super awkward. I love awkward. My name is Tom, and I don't know. I'm I'm camera shy, so I'm uh, I'm out. No, 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 no. So I'm uh, my name's Tom. Uh, I'm I would say a nerd in a way. I love video games. Uh, I'm a PC player, and so I, I usually do PC stuff. Um, I frequent movies. I like listening to music, and I like reading books. So it's a little bit of everything. So uh, my knowledge in many things isn't that great but I have usually the general knowledge of things and then when it comes down to what we talk about I'm probably going to be the guy that doesn't know anything about what we're talking about because I work a lot so this is one thing that I try to do as a hobby and uh yeah now I'm here well we're here to educate you Tom yes um with us at the moment also is uh Duke that's the orange cat running around and then this one that you can kind of see his little back that's his brother Patrick there are Six other cats running around that you may or may not see during our time together. Um, but yeah, let's just get right into it. That is so cute and wholesome. <laughs> oh, he's holding his hand. He was holding oh. his hand. He literally grabbed his hand and was like, mm, I'm going to hold on to it for a minute. <laughs> you know, I like to hold hands. All right, let's get into it. Sorry. Hey. <laughs> it was just wholesome. I saw it and I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> So our first segment is uh, What You're Watching, uh, where we talk about stuff that we've seen, stuff coming up, uh, but big one that just happened, Loki. Um, Tom hasn't seen any of it, so. Really? Not, not, not? not even like a trailer? 
Actually, I was off today, so I binge watched all six episodes. Oh, oh man! Yeah, oh, I, <laughs> yeah. I legit, I legit watched it. There yeah. we go. Well, no, everything else is probably just out the window outside of you know Black Widow or anything that we might talk about. But yeah, Loki. Yeah, I ended up watching that because I was like, ah, I better be a part of this because yeah, I'm not gonna really know anything that they're talking about. So. <laughs> Well, since you just binge-watched it today, do you want to give us a general overview of the like, synopsis? Yeah, Loki. Cool. Loki, Loki, and Loki. More Lokis. Multiple Lokis. Okay, Lokis. the synopsis is getting better there. Yeah, there go. Just, just Loki. That's all the show is really about, outside of uh, getting in-depth with it. Um, so we're going to talk spoiler alerts, right? Because this oh, would be this, episode six after episode this six. This is definitely going to yeah. be spoiler territory. Yes. If you haven't watched it, uh, don't watch do it. Wait it now. Go, right, <laughs> go right now, actually, and binge watch it. You can do Disney it in Black. one day. Yeah. Six episodes. Yeah, It's it's a good chunk of time. But it, it, it was, it was, I think it's worth it. It was a very good show, yes. And uh, when I watched it, uh, basically, you know, Loki, he, it's right after uh, he was about to get arrested. Uh, yeah, at the tower, right at, at, um, after New York. Right at, yeah, right after the Battle of New York, we come in. Um, it was technically during when, um, in Infinity War, when they went back in time. Endgame. Endgame, yeah. sorry. My bad. Uh, Endgame to get the Infinity Stones, and the te- they were trying to get the Tesseract there, but, you know, Hulk smashed through some door. door and so the, the whole thing is even possible because the Hulk hates stairs. Yeah. yeah. Hates them. So then that leads us to uh, him getting the Tesseract. He ends up in some random desert, and the TVA comes along, the Time Variance Authority. I, I did enjoy that just that first glimpse into what the kind of power the TVA actually had, where she beats the crap out of him at one quarter speed. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh no, you're feeling the pain the Real whole time. time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's not going to lessen. No. But it's gonna last a long time, and oh, it was just oh, and I know it's all CGI and everything like that, but they did a fantastic job. Oh no, that that moment where he was like, you know, going to slow mo. I guarantee they recorded him in slow mo going yeah. like that with his mouth. I w- I would love to see like if they had actually punched him because th- that would just be fantastic too. Because you see some great videos of that when they do when they're demonstrating slow mo on, on like online. Like that's always the go to. Is like, hey, let's. Let's cover this guy's uh, boxing glove with fake sweat and have him punch the crap out of this dude real quick. <laughs> oh, he always gets the best reaction. But I'm like, I would love if they actually let somebody hit him or put, or honestly, put him in a wind tunnel and just blow the heck out of his face with like a leaf blower. I would love that. <laughs> I want to see the back. I want to see the uh, the back uh, stage stuff on that. I just think that would be hilarious if they actually how they actually did it. Yeah. I'm sure it's some extremely talented uh, CGI artist that made it look real as hell and just had his face flapping around. But it would be really funny if they, that was a practical effect. I would enjoy it. I'm pretty sure it was a practical it, effect because yeah. as soon as they speed it up, you see him going, like, with his mouth, and he was expelling air. So he was actually I guess doing was, it. I didn't notice yeah. that part. Yeah. He was legit doing so it. So he, yeah. he was actively just trying to screw his, all, screw his face up and make it look like he was getting the... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that was a legit practical effect of him actually doing that. Because, I mean, some people can do that where they just, like, push air through their lips and so it actually like makes him look like he was doing something weird i don't think we want to do that in front of the microphones right? well i mean you try yeah but i mean at the same time like when you get hit you're not going 
we with your mouth no, the whole time. So it. that was kind of weird. And how he got hit, I was like, yeah, not practical. But at the same time, like, cool effect. Oh, it was you know? great. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was a cool looking effect to see his face going like all weird as he was like doing that. You know, so it was pretty good. But yeah, I mean, I have a few questions, and we'll get to those questions later on because they'll probably be pretty funny when I ask these. So. Yeah, yeah, so then we get uh, Owen Wilson, and I think my favorite role he's ever played, Mobius. Yeah. yeah. Mobius is pretty great. The, I will say uh, I, I really liked their attention to detail and honoring the uh, original character from the comic books. They, they've got the mustache, they've got the outfit, they've got it all. They, all, they made it look like the guy from the comics, and I, I did enjoy that at least because they've marveled at, and I think most of the time they've done pretty well with it, but they have taken a lot of liberties with characterization with uh, costume design with everything like that that it's it has strayed pretty far from the comics but it seems like in phase four we're getting a lot more of the oh no this is what they look like in the comic books we're gonna do that now like with uh, Falcon now that he's uh, transitioned to Captain America he's got the exact same suit that he wears in the comics mm -hmm. and which is in all honesty kind of a ridiculous suit it's a little silly it is definitely a comic book suit but I love the fact that they went for it and put it on screen. They're like, no, we're going, we're going hard. We, yeah, we did the, the build-up was fun, but now let's lean a little more heavily on the, uh, let's do a little bit more deep dives in the comic book, really let you know that you're watching a comic book movie instead of just, uh, all right, we can get past the action. We know you're all here because you're a bunch of nerds now. Yeah. Uh, we, we've got you in enough now that you've done the, you've gone to the back catalogs, you've read up on the characters that you want. So they're like, we can actually do it like that now. We don't have to reach as wide of an audience because our extremely wide audience has gone niche for us, so we're doing all right. Right. So then we find out that um, there is someone that is going through and killing the Minutemen, uh, and Mobius is like, hey, I need, I, think, I need Loki's help for this. I think he's going to be a real valuable asset, which sets up the... The first episode was definitely a starter episode, definitely a little slow, um, but I really liked the the deep dive they went in, like, well, what makes Loki a Loki? And, you know, letting Tom Hiddleston basically, like, kind of rediscover that character, you know, because he's been playing it for, what, 11 years? Yeah. And I think they, I think I read somewhere, like, overall, he had a total of, like, two hours screen time or something like that. Um so to kind of really let him go on and kind of rediscover, and I, I really liked how it was able to, because that was one of my big hesitations going in, like how are you going to devolve this character, and then how are you going to re-evolve him? Just so, wait and watch the MCU movies, apparently. Yeah, yeah, apparently. <laughs> but I, it's an emotional well, journey. <laughs> I cried. Yeah, I mean, if two hours of screen time still gave enough character development to see him go from being the villain to want to be around Thor and be with his brother and still have some type of redemption. And then during Infinity Wars, being killed, you know, yeah. and even in that was still like, oh, crap. Like, he Loki, at least, he at least progressed to, like, anti-hero. Yeah. Like, yeah. he still is like, all right, I'm still going to get mine when I can, but I'll help. I'll help. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'll, if you guys call me, I'll show up. I'm not guaranteeing I'm not going to steal anything while I'm there, but I'll show up. Yeah. But it was actually kind of funny because when you're watching the actual show, like he sees himself die, mm -hmm. and he's upset about it. Not to not to only mention that all the Infinity Stones are in that guy's evidence oh, drawer. Right. Oh, I, I 
Did you I see that? that? That was all like multiples from different yeah, universes. Different yeah. universes. And I, I think that was kind of like the like moment for him while he's like, oh well, I guess I might as well you know work for the TVA and see where we can make this go because he's like just having to. No, I love like uh, he even goes. Is this the greatest power in the universe? Yeah. yeah. Like he's like, oh crap, maybe I should play along a little bit. I I can I can lowkey this situation. Yeah. yeah. Be the controller of time. It's crazy. And then of course, then Mobius reveals, hey, the reason that I need your help, you specifically, is because we're hunting you. Mm-hmm. Which kind of like okay, getting into some multiverse territory, maybe. Like what's going on here? I mean, yeah, it's pretty much what it is. It's what I don't want to jump ahead too far, but it is another Loki we're going after. It's just Sylvie. I love Sylvie. Yeah, it goes a little bit against the comics where Loki can kind of just casually change his gender whenever, but it's still a fun character. Well, I mean, he doesn't necessarily change his gender. Well, well I mean, yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Because he had that description of when, like, what an illusion was versus the, what he did. Yeah. yeah, what he actually did, which was actually changed himself at a molecular form. Uh, transfiguration. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's what that's what he ended up doing. So he would change himself, but you know, when he explained that, you know, the Loki, Sylvie, she didn't, she doesn't have that power. No. All she, she has is an enchantment power. So that's what's crazy. I will say, uh, no matter what weird stuff they make Loki do in the comics or in the movies, still never be as weird as the actual Norse mythology behind Loki. Oh, that, that is some weird stuff up in there. Yeah. I mean, he did kind of go into it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying, no, no, they did a little bit, but it's even, uh, there, there's some, look up the story about Odin's horse, I don't really want to talk oh, about it on here, but look it up. Uh, it's uh, something special. Seven-legged horse. Yeah. Is one leg the wrong leg? <laughs> it's no. a six-legged horse. <laughs> no, it is. It's a seven-legged horse. Yeah, it's uh, it's also Loki's baby. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like I said, look it up. It's 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 great stuff. The Norse mythology is just off the rails and oh, yeah. kind of the best way possible. Um. So then, of this, of course, leads to uh them going and now doing some research. Like they've got to go through the files. They've got to figure out what Loki it is. How are they going to catch the Loki? And then, of course, our Loki goes, hey, if we go to an apocalypse and it doesn't create a nexus event, the time, the TVA doesn't show up, right? And Mobius is like, well, correct. That's where she's hiding. Well, at this point, they don't really know she's a she. But well, Mobius didn't even know that. He actually had to go to Pompeii and then do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was, that that was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, yeah, well, that's a right, big... Make some bird sounds, and all of a sudden he's like, Hey, everybody, you're all about to die! <laughs> I love that he's also saying it in Latin. He's, yeah. like, he's like, no, no, I, I need to reach the whole, the whole audience everyone. here. So yeah. did, did anyone... Uh, jumping a tiny bit ahead, but did anyone watch the Marvel Assembles on Loki? I didn't. So um, what they're doing is after each of the shows, they're doing a little like behind-the-scenes featurette. And um, that scene in Pompeii, uh, Tom Hiddleston actually like improv that whole little little dance and everything because they were kind of like, uh, we don't really. And Tom's like, <laughs> script Loki be crazy. This is my wheelhouse. <laughs> so then they end up at the that store 
because they use the kablooey gum to be like, oh, wait, this is only in one place. Uh, and they go to that store, and that's when Loki's face is off of Loki. But it's not Loki, it's Sylvie. Yeah. Okay, her enchantment power is super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Touch anybody, and she takes them over completely. And then also being able to use it to, like, see memories and stuff like that, too. Multiple multiple uses. Yeah. Loki's jealous, I'm sure. A little bit, it seems. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so then he follows her through the door. Mobius is kicking himself. And uh, she's she's going after the Time Lord. She's, you know, she's going to take him out. He's like, well, I got some plans of my own. And then right before they get in the elevator door, they run into Ravona Renslayer. Uh, and Renslayer. And they use the temp pad to bloop out of there and accidentally end up in a totally different apocalypse world. This is apparently the worst of the apocalypse worlds because nothing is going to survive this whole, yeah. whole thing. Just completely annihilated. And that's where we get the beginning of the love story. When your planet crashes into a moon, yeah, nobody's... No, the moon crashed into the planet. I thought it was the other way around because I remembered it because I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. How is the planet crashing into the moon? Shouldn't the moon be crashing into the planet? I really, you I just sw- watched this recently. No, yeah, I mean, I watched it a few hours ago. I swear, I swear they said the planet crashed into the moon. For some that's, that's what I heard, too. Okay. okay. Yeah, I believe that's what they said, but it was the moon crashing into okay, the planet. Like I said, but like... Uh, they definitely said planet crashing into the moon. Yeah. And I'm like, doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's not, it's not <laughs> weird. What's happening? degrading here. What's yeah. going on? I think it's a combination. Like, they're degrading they're both together. both just kind of going at yeah. it. It could be like a forced moon indoor thing where the only inhabitants are on the moon and the actual planet is not actually inhabited. So you would get a very world-centric view on this. Uh, oh, the planet's crashing into our moon. When in reality, it crashed into George Mass. That could be it, Earth yeah. toward the planet. Yeah, that, that could have been a planet, and then it was it degraded into the moon, and they were on the moon. Or, or, or the moon really is crashing into the planet, but you, when you if you lived there your whole life, you're like, well, no, the moon the moon is the moon, and everything goes around us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just like old Earth stuff. You know, the Earth is the Earth, and everything goes around us. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like how she said love story. Yeah. My question is, how do you love yourself? At least romantically. How how do yeah. you do that? <laughs> Loki is a narcissist. But I mean, at the same time, like multiverse babies, like how does that work? Like, can oh, you that have definitely, sex with yourself? That like, definitely feels like there's gonna be some uh, some weird Alabama shit. weirdness kind of yeah, going on there. Uh, I'm not sure of the genetic uh, issues of siring of a child with yourself. Yeah, could you imagine Loki just asking her like, "So who was your dad? Oh, I had this dad. Damn, same dad. So who was your mom?" I had this mom. Fuck, same mom. <laughs> um, yeah, we can do it. <laughs> it was like, what? Like I said, no, 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 no. In that situation, I guess you can always be explained as, oh, it's magic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. They're gods. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> if, well, if you look at the... Yeah, <laughs> North mythology. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah it's always in sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I can see really where it goes bad. in. But I mean, yourself, you know, a version of yourself, like... That really work out too well. There's well. really only two options. If you meet a perfect clone of yourself with all your own memories and everything like that, there's really only two options you can have. Kill it or fuck it. <laughs> it's the only two options. Right, but at the same point, like, they, they are... It's, it's the only way though, you learn something new. Even though they're both Lokis, like, they're very... They're different people. They're different characters. Oh, no, very, yeah. 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 
Well, he had a completely different upbringing. It, it makes sense, but it's also that is an extreme level of narcissism. Yeah. Would it be timeline incest? <laughs> Extremely elaborate, but if you're only pleasuring yourself, technically, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it's it. I mean, it's cute. Yeah, they wrote it well and did everything yeah, like that. But it's also in the back of your mind going, "That's yeah, you, bro." That's a little weird. Yeah, it's a little that's that. Yeah. Y'all know that's you, right? Especially at the end. And you're like, yeah. That made a little more sense at the end, actually. Yeah, I was still like, yeah, it's a little weird. Still a little weird. weird. Yeah, but I, I never quite do... got comfortable with it. We do in this episode also get the train scene, um, and I my favorite part of this episode was just when she fell asleep and then wakes up to him singing and dancing and throwing a party in the train car. And, what are you doing? Hey, it, the low profile, low profile that is not. Yeah, no, it's uh, very obvious. My favorite part about that scene though is that Tom Hiddleston actually they wrote that song for him. Uh, he sang that verse and there's like three more verses that he's saying too and it's apparently all on the soundtrack that you can buy and I'm like okay I might actually have to buy the soundtrack for that. just for that man <laughs> like that sounds interesting so about that next event so yeah well mentioned you know it, they're basically breaking the universe because you know you asked well how would it what how is it how would it be possible it's not possible that's why the super nexus event happened because they were literally breaking the universe but how they were about to die yeah because probably if they actually like love get so, together <laughs> it's just gonna how would they get together though they're about to die yeah there wasn't time. Yeah, there was, Again, all they did was they didn't, hands, <laughs> they had beforehand, so it should have been causing the same but thing. But they didn't... But they didn't love each other at that point in time. So it's an emotional thing. I believe it was the emotional connection that uh, our Loki actually felt at that point in time, which changed what he fundamentally is as a being in the universe, was enough to go, whoa, okay, something weird's happening here. I mean, I know everybody's going to die, but... That's a little weird. Doesn't that vaguely kind of imply that he never had any affection for any of his family? Yes, yes. 100%. Okay. That is but we know easily he explained. absolutely loved Well, he may have had, like... Emotional he, he never had a romantic... That's fair. A true romantic interest that he actually cared about before. Maybe Lady Sif for a moment there. I think that's why that torture yeah. uh, was just fantastic. That's great, too. Just... Kicking him in the balls a hundred times over. So, that, yeah. I guess that's the next scene, but it's just wonderful. <laughs> because, especially because he was just so emotionally vulnerable right then, and then to pretty much what looks like the most emotionally vulnerable he's ever been in his entire life, and obviously a bad day if they're using it as torture. Yeah. I don't. It's <laughs> not just the kick to the nads that's uh, the torture in that situation. It's what she says after. Yeah. It's still yeah. not enough. Still not mean enough. So yeah, they, they create the Super Next events, so the TVA finds them, arrests them, they throw them each in different rooms, and Mobius has got disappointed dad face, so he throws them him in the, the loop where Lady Sif is just crushing it, and uh, 
during that time, Logie also tells him, hey, man, like, there's some stuff going on. You need to, like, the TVA isn't who you think they are, and they won't let him talk to that C-something. The, the girl Minuteman. C-20. C-20. Yeah. Um, still be Enchanted and was able to see her memories say, basically showing us, oh, hey, these people at the TVA weren't just created like the yeah. lore says, but They're had, lives, had lives yeah. before, were variants. Um, so Mobius starts doing some digging, um, and when he comes to that conclusion, he's like, all right, got to go break Loki out. Breaks her out. Him. He breaks her out. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> and uh, Ravona shows up because they they've been been friends forever. And while he was talking to her in the office, swaps temp pads. Um, so when he breaks Loki out, she's waiting for him because she realizes what's happened and prunes him. And then that's the end of that episode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then we start up the next episode. Prunes with, Mobius. Sorry. Yeah, prunes Mobius. Mobius. Yeah. So we don't know what happened to him. And then next episode kicks off with pretty much all hell breaking loose. Because uh, C, C-15, mm-hmm. she's like, oh, okay, Sylvie, Sylvie knows something. So she gets Sylvie to take her to that, or take Sylvie to that uh, apocalypse. Rock song. Yeah. The, the first apocalypse. Rock smart. Rock yeah, smart. Yeah. Sorry. It's, I think Bleep's, I believe it's sponsored by Rock song. Well, rock song? I th- I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Assuming it has to be, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we get the realization that, okay, something's up. So shows her what her life was before. They come back, and now now the fight's on. So they get Sylvie and Loki, B- B-15, or C- yeah, B-15, they're like, all right, let's go. You're going to take us to the Time Lords. You want to see what's up. T- time Keepers. Time, time Lords keepers. is a uh, yeah. yeah. different, doctor, different doctor. property. <laughs> different property. This isn't like he's not David Tennant. Like, <laughs> Guys, all wishy-washy in my brain. I'm sorry. They're, they're British and they have dark hair. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting close. They're, they're, they're both kind of string string bean-looking dudes, too. So I don't know. There's a lot of similarities. Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that. But yeah. this is where we find out that the Time Keepers... Aren't even real. They're androids. Yeah, they're machines. Oh yeah, that was that was a that was a solid reveal. Yeah. I was uh, I was not expecting that because I guess in the comics the timekeepers are real people and they're not a front for anything. Right. So when that happened, I was sitting there going, "Okay, they're they're gonna take this in an interesting direction. They are going again. That they've really found a good balance of sticking with the source material and switching it around just a little bit. But like, yeah. they're they're taking. They're taking their own the they're taking the characters and the stories and they're making them their own and they're doing a good job with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Loki is about to tell Sylvie about their connection because Mobius is like, "Look, you guys almost broke the universe, so whatever it is between you two, that's how we're gonna figure out what's going on and that's how we're gonna win." But right before he can tell her the ultimate secret, Ravona, right in the back. Prunes him and he's dead. Yep, that's just how the series ends. Loki's dead. Yep, he's that dead. was a great show. Uh, yeah, I think it does. Oh, wait, wait, there's more? There's more. Oh, there's <laughs> more. more. There's okay. definitely more. There's, there's oh, so two more episodes? Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. that's crazy. Getting a fake-out death again? Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that, that, that had to... 
there had to be at least one fake Loki death in this show. Yeah. At least one. At least one. I'm really surprised there wasn't more. Yeah. It's a Loki show that's kind of his go-to move. is backstabbing and fake deaths. I did like the, the callback to the, I would never backstab one. And literally in your file, wow. that's all you do. Yeah. You've backstab. done it literally 50 times. I'm looking at it right now. You <laughs> can't lie to me. I've got the book. Yeah. i got your whole timeline. So then uh, Sylvie commandeers Ravona and is like, hey, you're going to tell me what's going on. You're going to tell me how to get to the void. What's up? Um, Solid Ra- fight scene there, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The action is great. I, I really like Sylvie's fighting style. It's, it's definitely... And they did all their own stunts, too. Definitely a little more rough. I like how they did that. But, and Ravona was just pitch perfect. I don't... The act, I, Gosh, now I feel terrible. I don't remember the actress's name. Was just great on that one. The, the form movement you can tell. She definitely has been a dancer or something like that. I don't know. She was she was on point with that, and they had real smooth movement with all of that. I liked it, and I liked the juxtaposition of that against Sylvie's fighting style on that for sure. Uh, and then in the assemble show, they actually talk about how they came up with the the fighting styles because you know our Loki was brought up basically a prince and so he has this very fluid balletic uh movements that are very flowy and showy well sylvie you know she was taken as a variant at a very young age so she kind of had to she's got that scrappiness you know she had to kind of fight for her own and teach herself and try and hide and do all of these things so hers is a little more her, her being a variant is, is caused because she's female, right? That that's the issue. It's it's a girl instead of male Loki. Yeah, I guess. I don't Why know. Why would let her be like until like seven or eight? Well, that's the thing. They, they don't ever. I don't think they ever say why, like what her nexus event was. Yeah. That was definitely not explained. No. Yeah. Not at all. So all I can think is that maybe her storyline at least followed closely enough up to that point that. Uh, that Maybe the, she just didn't hate her brother. Like that's all. Because they, they only they only came to, they only came to prune the timelines that they got far enough out of whack of the original timeline. Was when they really branched. That's when they come and prune them. Yeah. So maybe all of her decisions had been exactly the same as Loki up to that point, as regular Loki. I guess up to that so point. It just wasn't super obvious. But it just wasn't. It wasn't. The, like all of a sudden. Oh wait. I guess. Maybe, that sounds way sexist. I was gonna say maybe she got her period that day. That's why. That's what happened. Like, oh, she's actually a woman. Oh, not just Loki being weird again today. <laughs> no, that's terrible. But um, yeah. But no, I honestly, or it could be the whole. But were the people that were kidnapped for the TVA really variants, or were they were people that would actually be good for that position and were kidnapped for a different reason, or is it all just? Well, when we get to the really end, is it all just the machinations of a crazy individual that has doing whatever the hell he wants just to make things work the way he wants. And yeah. it only happened because he, she's not actually a variant because there really aren't any variants because it's just him pruning all the timelines. Yeah. Is it really just, oh, now you got to prune that one now because if you do it right then, she'll go through these certain set of circumstances that will then lead her to the events that I need her to do. So yeah, I'm a crazy person who we're going to, well, not crazy like a fox, but... We would certainly explain why all of the time travel that the Avengers do is okay and supposed to happen, even though one of those jumps that they make is directly because Loki gets away with the, the cosmic tube. So because it still yeah. has to happen. Right, yeah. like that, <laughs> I was sitting there going too, like, yeah. hey guys, I'm pretty sure that they, uh, 
fuck the timeline up. Yeah. No, I guess that was supposed that they were supposed to fuck the timeline up there though, so it's all okay. Yeah, it's but all good. Speaking it of makes for great storytelling. Yeah, my go. favorite <laughs> my favorite Nexus event. So we get we come to find out that Loki's in the void and there's a bunch of Lokis. <laughs> all the Lokis. Uh my favorite Alligator Loki. I like classic Loki best. Classic Loki was awesome. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I just but you know, so they he's like, What the hell's going on? They're like, We gotta go because big scary cloud demon dog is about to, you know, destroy us, let's go. And so we Elias. So then they're talking about their different Nexus events, and um, Alligator Loki says that he ate the wrong neighbor's cat. That was, that was pretty good. That was pretty solid. They did say that. Uh, yeah, but it's still like, you Who's feel cat? like there would have been a diversion earlier in that Loki's an alligator for some reason right now. Uh, I've seen some great fan art where it's like, oh, it's Odin, like, I think I love you more this way. <laughs> uh, when you guys watch the, the, if you watch the Assembled, uh, it's it's so funny because they, they basically made this, because, you know, alligators only behave a certain way in real life, and they can't really bring it in a real life alligator. Yeah, course, yeah. So they have this, like, big blue stand-in thing, and it's it's just really funny. Did you guys see when he went down the the bunker? You saw Malamir there, the the hammer. Yeah. And then right below it in the in the little glass container was Thor trying to get to it. Oh, yeah, it was Tiny Thor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was Tiny Thor. <laughs> he was trying to jump to it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was thinking of the dissected frog. I don't think it was yeah. frog. No, yeah, it wasn't frog. No, no, it was, no. Frog. It was just a tiny Thor trying to get. To yeah, it. I was <laughs> very hoping it was gonna be frog. <laughs> like, oh come on. Yeah, you could you could you could tell it was Thor. How does he have air in the jar? He, he doesn't need air. He's he got, yeah. hangs out in space. Yeah, he's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you could tell it's him because he had the freaking little uh, feather horn oh, yeah. like, crown oh, no, no, no. thing. He had like classic like, Thor. Yeah. Uh, so what did that Beautiful. Thor do? What was his Nexus event? Well, that Thor, he he, I, think, I think he was there because of Loki. Yeah. I think that was a Loki event because the kid, Loki. He killed his Thor. Yeah. But did he kill him or did he shrink him down to that size? And bury him under the ground. Because that was his world. That was his original world, right? Yeah. It was just at the end yeah, of the world. Yeah, he was the king of the world, so I think that he legit, like, buried him, and oh, that no. was... That's even better. So, uh, yeah, he didn't even he actually didn't, kill Thor. Yeah, he didn't actually like, kill him. Way worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> buried him, and then put his hammer within, like, eye view distance of him. <laughs> just for him to struggle and go, ah! That's some beautiful torture. Beautiful. I think I like President Loki the best, honestly. I did one more President uh, that, I'm like, that guy seems cool. <laughs> and then he's now he's going to have a hook for a hand. Come on, that's just going to be good <laughs> stuff. Oh. Or the Thanos copter from old Thanos. Yeah. Oh, that was there, was, there, there, was, there, was, there, there were a lot of Easter eggs. They, yeah. they, packed, they packed that whole scene full of stuff like that. Yeah. This is where they could dump all the nonsense stuff that they Anything didn't want to include. Anything they've ever wanted to throw yeah. in there. Yeah. And it was it was a pretty great catch all because like we can literally do anything that's ever put and put in any comic book or television show yeah, ever. Throw in that random timeline just, thing. Right, let's see what happens. Right. <laughs> let's see how many can you find. <laughs> so then uh, Sylvie ends up pruning herself because she's like, I gotta get to the void and y'all aren't gonna help me and this is just gonna be all a bunch of bad. So 
And then Sylvie runs into Mobius, so yay, Mobius isn't dead. Oh, I can, he's driving a pizza car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. All I, could, all I could think of is when he's sliding around that corner, I'm like, sometimes you gotta turn right to go left. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> So, yeah, so runs in there and then finds the other Lokis, uh, kid Loki, classic Lokis. They're like, nah, man, we're not, we're, we're peacing out. We're not going to help you go on this quest to be alive. I don't feel like dying. Uh, Mobius, she gives Mobius a temp pad. He goes back to the TVA, and Sylvie and Loki are going to go figure out how to break Elias. They're going to go enchant him. She yeah. seemed pretty confident. Yeah. Very confident. <laughs> I just love that Mobius. She seems pretty confident. <laughs> I just enjoy that Mobius immediately gets his butt kicked as soon as he gets back, like, to execute his plan. He's like, all right. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, so then they attempt to chant Elias, and it's not going well until classic Loki comes through, and he's like, I got you guys. I'm going to take one for the team. It really upset me because now I'm pretty sure he's dead, dead. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, he's dead. As dead. Peter used to say, cadaverific. Cadaverific. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he ain't coming back. No, yeah, he's, he's gone. Also, the actor is like, no, I ain't doing that again. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Although that. he I actually fully that. enjoyed his time. He was still, apparently, he was still a little upset that he didn't actually get, like, one of the muscle suits. He's like, oh, I was, I, I was finally going to actually have the muscles. They're like, no, no, no. That's perfect. Like, that's what we want. We want that in spandex. Oh. Ooh. Should have done some sit-ups for the audition. <laughs> okay. Um, I do like, though, when Sylvie first, uh, when they first meet up, and he's like, this is... So that's Kid Us, Alligator Us, and Future <laughs> And she's like, all right. Yes. <laughs> uh, smart enough not to trust him right off the bat there. Yeah, know. yeah, it's a, a good thing to just be aware of. It's a good move for the Loki. Just yeah. go for distrust right off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Just assume the right. worst immediately with the Loki. Maybe you'll be pleasantly surprised. You never know. You probably won't. Probably not. Probably <laughs> surprised with a knife in the back. <laughs> yeah. So with their combined powers, they enchant Elias and go into the... End of time. End of time mansion. Past the end of time. No, it was like the end of time. It was the be- it was, yeah, I thought it was beyond time. No, it was the end of time. Yeah. The end of time. Yeah. Well, yeah. then how come the whole thing is in a loop around him? I'm just saying. But that's how he keeps track of where the timeline is. But then it was at the end. It was in the middle. Why are you asking? <laughs> <laughs> just saying. How is it the end? Because they kept referring it to it as like, past the void, but... Yeah, it, it's still very clearly part of the timeline since it reaches that point of like, oh, this I don't know anything past this point now. Yeah, well, yeah, but, yeah. but then also then you see the timeline itself outside start branching, so I think it's beyond the reaches of time technically. So I mean the way that so we meet Kang. Uh, that is not Kang. That is not Kang. That is he who remains. Yeah, Kang is someone else, but also Kang not. is one of his variants, <laughs> but he is not Kang. He that's why. He was Kang if Kang was kind of chill. <laughs> and still not super chill, but... One of them called him something. Slightly Ooh, better. I think I like that better. What oh, was I don't remember it? what it was. But I did, I did enjoy the reference. There's some that have called me Conqueror. Yeah. You're like, uh, come on, bro. <laughs> You're hitting the nail on the head, aren't you? 
It was a pretty brave choice to have the last episode essentially be just one dude talking for like 40 minutes and dialogue everything. The whole, yeah. But that's, but that's kind of how the show started. Yeah. So I, it was kind of like a nice... Well, I'm, I'm absolutely invested in this the, the actor now. It's a shame I won't see him as he who remains anymore. You know, now he's going to be yeah. Kang. But yeah. I think he'll do a great job as oh, Kang. Absolutely. But I'm excited. Sylvie decided that she can't trust and Loki can't be trusted, so she's just going to send him back to somewhere and break the universe. So they do this, they do the, they pull their Luke and Leia. Um, they do the smoochie smoochie. It was a really icky scene, yeah. They do pull the smoochie smoochie. Uh, she, she drop kicks him through a, through a TVA door. Nice. Back into the TVA. Uh, or a A TVA. Not his TVA. And then immediately stabs. He remains. And the whole timeline fractures and Beautiful though. I love the lighting. How they oh, yeah. the scene that was super. That was done oh, yeah. really, really well. And what did she think was gonna? What What is your plan here? I think the I, my idea was that she just wanted everyone to be absolutely free of this kind of overlord thing. So it's like you can no longer make the wrong choice and get. Deleted. I will say he did at least make a really good argument for not murdering him yeah. though. Yeah, that was the thing. He convinced Loki. He's like, he, hey, yeah. Consider your actions. Like, <laughs> I did like Loki too. He's like, maybe we should just think. I'm not saying no, no. I'm not saying we can't kill him. Yeah, totally yeah. cool. Just say maybe let's Why consider our options. Think about it. it just a brief second. <laughs> I think that should have been a super nexus event. Uh, Loki actually taking the time to really think out his actions <laughs> and not just planning 37 plans so that he can win no matter what happens. Maybe that's what actually caused the timeline to fracture at the end and not he who remains getting killed. Oh. Yeah. That could be interesting. Because the timeline did start to fracture before that, and I'm pretty sure that's why he ended up in not his TVA. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. As soon as, at the end of time where they were, as soon as the timeline fractures, that means every possible reality becomes real again. Yeah. So, I mean, when he got popped back in, and it's probably Kang, it's, that has been the timeline for millennia, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And, there's no stopping that, you know, until you figure out how to print it all again. But, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a weird, weird way they wrap that all together because now they're going to have to multiverse it, you know. Oh, because oh, yeah. well, now they're going to have to fold in, I think, well, at least Spider-Man, No Way Home, and uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Those are all going to have to connect because Kang is supposed to show up first in oh, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Actually, he's supposed to show up in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania. Oh, yeah. See, okay, there's three movies that got a loop so, in there. It's insane. So, like, Kang is going to be the next big bad. Like, he's the ultimate bad for Phase 4. Yeah, he's, he's the time. I hope he has more movie. of a presence than Thanos did initially, where he just kind of showed up for a few seconds at the end of summer. Well, I, think I think that's what they're doing here. Because, yeah. like, we saw him at the before the beginning here, technically. When this is the first, this is the really the first part of the multiverse kind of thing like that. I guess they had, no? Well, no, they, te- they technically started it with WandaVision. Yeah, I guess. Her at the end and the whole with the book. Yeah, I guess because technically. She's, yeah, she's supposed to show up in. Her and Loki are both supposed to show up in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Isn't there supposed to be like like a. Not Thanos, but like a universe villain? Like who is the universe? Or. Wasn't there like a mega villain or something throughout the whole comics? That Thanos was trying to become like a god almost, but wasn't. Uh, now you have to look that one up for me. Uh, as far as I'm aware, Thanos is. Thanos. Aside is, from early Thanos, he's usually one of the the big bads. 
Yeah, they like they start with Galactus. That's your first big bad. Unless you mean like when Sentry loses his freaking mind. Well, doesn't Thanos have a dad too that shows up at some point in time in the comics books too? No, he's got a son that shows up a lot, but he's usually a protagonist. I thought he had his dad showed up one time too. I don't know. There's, there's so much. But the only on thing that. I can okay, think none of it. That's more threatening than Thanos is when the Sentry becomes the Void. I don't know. I guess Kang has always been a pretty serious threat on there too. Yeah, it, well, it, he's I guess just not hard always to take seriously when he shows up. I guess not always because yeah, like the first times he shows up with like in the old Spider-Man comics, he is a very ludicrous villain. Yeah, but so was Thanos when he first showed well, up. Well, true. Yeah. The Thanos copter. Yeah, the Thanos copter is amazing. Oh, I wasn't judging it. I was just saying. The <laughs> only person that could beat the Thanos copter, I think, is Iron Man. Come on, nobody else can even get it. He's not there. <laughs> That's, that's just smart villainy right there. Galactus? Smart Galactus? The world eater? Yeah. Uh, I, I would put the void higher than that, but that's just because of the recent events in the comics where Thor just killed the shit out of Galactus. Like hardcore. That was oh, yeah. Yeah, completely annihilated him. But the void was a, a much bigger threat to all the guys. Like, he ripped Ares in half pretty casually. Yeah. Yeah. This was during the, uh, the, the siege arc. I haven't read that one. Oh, the, yeah, okay. The end of the Dark Avengers. Show. Okay. Yeah. You good? Keep going. Uh, you well, he's looking that up. Um, just kind of general things uh, that I did enjoy. Like, I enjoyed when he first got dropped into the TVA. And he's like, you're not going to. He's as fine as Guardian Leather. Bye. Immediately shreds it. And then uh, when he's about to go through the little, like, the robot detector. Robot detector. He's like, "Am I a robot?" <laughs> I, I did like the uncertainty because I think I think everyone would have that little bit of uncertainty. Like, yeah. well, I'm pretty sure I'm not a robot, but right. I could have just been programmed to think I'm not a. Am yeah. I a robot? So, oh shit! <laughs> which brings me back I to might be a robot. the timekeepers being androids. Oh, is that why they wanted to make sure nobody was a robot? Uh, could be, yeah. Maybe stop them from realizing the other. Or robots. Or, or find out why a random robot is being made to cause variances in the timeline. Because if someone's making robots that can do that, well, they need to find the person making the robots. That's going to be a very bad thing for them. In the exactly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I absolutely loved, I thought Tom Hiddleston and um, Olsen had fantastic chemistry oh, on stage. Or on screen together. It was just... I I would have watched that like that second episode where it was again just them talking. Yeah. I would have watched six hours of that. Absolutely. I thought that was just it was deep. It was definitely they thought provoking, but also extremely hilarious. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston when he wants to be funny is very funny too, and Owen Wilson is always funny, but did a really great job with the serious parts you need to do too. You need to watch Assembled because they are so funny together. Um so if season two is just them hanging out. I'm, I'm absolutely. Their their off screens, <laughs> their off screen interactions are just are even better because you could tell that they like definitely became friends yeah. during filming. And they're like, well, we're gonna hang out after this. We're getting a beer after this kind of thing like that. Yeah. that you, you definitely get that kind they of. They're absolutely buddies now. <laughs> oh, Owen, there was a they were like talking, and Owen Wilson was like. Um, was like, oh, did you, you know, you were a character, did, did, were you ever, like, in Shakespeare? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, and then Tom was just being very polite and asked me if I had ever been in Shakespeare, and I'd never had another actor ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> it was just really, it was really funny, and I really enjoyed 
Oh, it was pretty. It was. It was pretty good. I tend to try and avoid, honestly, the the behind the scenes stuff. Um, not that it ruins the actual show for me. It just I, I sometimes don't really want to know what goes into making it because there can be situations where these two actors may have totally hated each other, and you'll never buy them being friends again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, uh, I think it was really this one was really good because I think because of COVID protocol stuff like that, yeah. Tom Hiddleston was the one that basically that did most of the shooting. Like it was in charge of it, and he directed the quote unquote documentary after uh, behind the scenes. Yeah, he did like the voiceover. Like, oh yeah, he did, he did the voiceovers. He did the cut the camera stuff like that. It, so it was it was pretty much him running around and doing stuff. So I think that might have saved a little bit of it too because there really wasn't that much about it other than like. Uh, the crew is amazing. They've done. They built world, literal worlds for us to live in. Uh, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, they celebrated his fortieth birthday and gave him a tesseract cake. Oh, that's awesome, actually. <laughs> I would do that. Oh yeah, of course. Why? It'd be rude to deny a tesseract cake. Can you go back in time and be the cake? Maybe. He might. Or space. I guess tesseract is space. Is a space thing. I guess technically. Yeah. Right? yeah. I guess you could. Take it with you and eat it anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it would either be Galactus or I think Galactus became like Prime Galactus or something like that, and it was like Universe Science or something like that. No, he's always been. Or well, there was like a Universe villain or something like that outside of like Dormammu or something. Uh, so there is kind. Of, so Galactus is like a survivor from another universe that died by the, this sentient, just universe-ending threat. Uh, it, it shows up very, very briefly in one of the Thor comics, and you don't you don't see much of it because it's he's not there really to mess with Thor. He just wants to kill Galactus since Galactus escaped. Uh, it called like the Black Death or something. I can't remember. Mm, yeah, um, and there's like an apocalyptic like Marvel like comic yeah. where just like this timeline or the timeline that Marvel was in was ending on that comic just to kind of you know have a one off kind of thing. But it was that random character that just like was like. You couldn't beat, you know. Yeah. And I yeah. think like it killed Galactus and killed Dormammu, but I can't remember what the hell the name was. Hmm. I'd have to look it up, like actually do more research because I remember seeing it at one point, but I might be wrong. You never know. I'm not an expert. Uh, I, I briefly thought was maybe you're thinking of Ultimatum, but like Dormammu doesn't really die in that, and Galactus isn't the same in the Ultimate Universe. He's not a big giant dude. Yeah. Like, it's more fun when he's a big giant dude. It's way more fun when he's a big giant That's dude. That's my personal opinion. Did we have any other thoughts on Loki? Um, I think well, it was... You said you had some questions about Loki, right? Yeah, no, those were the questions. Like, incest? Maybe? Oh, okay. You know, what would happen if they had a kid? Would that be a large nexus? Nex- nexus oh, yeah, that would, yeah. You know? that would be a Not whole... Not anymore. Brand, yeah. Well, I, it would be a whole brand new branch of that timeline. That would be a little splinter. That'd be like, a, oh, all right. all right. And then where do you think that they're going to take it with... Uh, What's her face dying or killing off uh, he who's name? Is she ruling and, or and is, there's the question? You know, is she ruling and that's why we're confirmed for season two. Yeah. Well, I, I she didn't seem like she was down at all for being in charge of the timelines. I um, think she just wants to go do her own thing. Yeah, now. she probably just w- tried to go back to hers to hang out with her friends who don't remember her. <laughs> Another real yeah. question: Well, she's got a t- if she's got a tent pad, she can go. Back Literally to before. exactly when she left. Yeah, but she's not eight anymore. Like she's yeah, has guardians. Also... Again, they're as guardians. <laughs> Pretty sure you can explain that. No, it's just a really good enchantment. Uh, I just look I'm going like to keep this going for a while. But also, there's no guarantee that she'd be able to go back to her own world because she 
assume that when she put pushed Loki through the the door that he she was sending him back to their TVA. Maybe she did. I just kind of thought she was just trying to get him away. Yeah, I don't think she. I don't think she actually knew where he was going. I think she just opened up a random door and she kicked him through. Yeah, it was just oh now I have one final thing standing in my way from what I want to do. Yeah, so I don't think she made a conscious decision of where to put him. I think it was just a, oh, that's the first one that opens, and now he's gone. So I think she probably could have a little bit more control on that. Though I don't know, maybe they are only set up to run in one universe. But if they're only set up to run in one universe, why why wouldn't it send him back to his own TVA? Mm -hmm. But I mean, would the TVA have multiverses in the TVA, or do you think it would always I, be I, that's what I was one thinking. TVA? It's just one TVA. It changed maybe while he was there, and he just wasn't able to... Oh, since, and since he never got pruned, he that since the timeline actually was allowed to branch, he would never have gotten pruned, so he would never have met Mobius or anything like that, so that's what that... I agree. Yeah. That makes so more sense. So you think that it's not a different TVA, just it was a reset TVA? Yeah. Like yeah there's only one sense. TVA, and it, that's why when he comes up and says, hey, there's a ma- mastermind that's behind this all, you're like, who are you? Like, mm. well, who, where, what, you know. You're an analyst, right? Yeah, what, where do you come from, you know? And so they don't remember him, but then you hear them say, like, he wants us to prune 37 different realities or universes or timelines, you know? So they're, they're like, well, we just got to make it happen, you know? So they're, like, actively working for him already. Mm-hmm. in that timeline, you know, being that it's already branched off. So you don't know if it's like, because, I mean, you got to think of it in, an, in a large-scale time sense that time has progressed all the way to that point within whatever timeline that is. So they're trying to prune off whatever has branched off that timeline. Or There's a lot of pruning. Yeah. They, they started over. Yeah, yeah the one so who remains was saying, like, oh, there's these other versions of me that are just dicks and constantly trying to kill everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the only reason that we even have a timeline is because he was the one that ended up winning. Yeah. And I guess he did. He does say, he's like, well, it sucks, but yeah. I know how to get right back to this point again because yeah. yeah. I've done it 10 trillion times. He's living like the worst version of like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. So then, is, well, like, so then did, did he, do you think he didn't really die? He just went back to wherever? No, he died. Oh, yeah, he, he certainly died. died. He's just going to be back. Yeah, he's just his version of him will probably win out again because that's how time progressed. Time's going to repeat itself because yeah. that's, that's why he that's works. why he's able to call it the sacred timeline because it's the one that always pretty happens. much always ends up happening at the end. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he is king, and after a millennia of him ruling the timeline, he just became that way. I mean, that was probably the most compelling thing about his argument. It was like, you can kill me, but we're just gonna get back here again. You should just accept the offer. That's why it was, it was a pretty good offer. Yeah. Yeah. Loki was thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, it probably, After once, it wasn't entirely selfish. <laughs> For once. <laughs> and it's probably easier to put them in charge than making new androids. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, with that wrapping up, um, we also, as a group, went and saw Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black Widow. Yes. Yeah, so, I, I, yes. Lo- I love the action. Um, and the acting, like I thought they did a really great job. I like the the character of Elena, um, but like story wise, I just I didn't feel super invested. Yeah, I think uh, like they had some. They did. They still tried to do the Marvel thing. They tried to put some good humor into it, but I think they missed the beats on the humor. Uh, they put it every single time they were trying to have a serious scene. 
where they were trying to have real character development and move it in. They throw in, admittedly, they were funny jokes that made me laugh, but they took me out of the scene. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I was supposed to have some emotional weight behind it, and they're like, haha, I'm funny Russian man. And you're like, okay, that was funny. Crap, what were we talking about? Yeah. And then I really didn't feel like we got the development that we could have gotten on some of those things. I mean, the, the Red Room stuff has always been some of the darker stuff in Marvel, so having all the quips did kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah, I, I felt it was going to be a lot darker for us. Yeah. Yeah, so basic, basically, quick synopsis. Spoiler alert. Still. Um, <laughs> we pick up after Civil War. Yes, directly after Civil War. So yes. My brain is all messed up now no. because they... Not, not after Civil War. Yes, after Civil War. Well, it not like after during. the it was ending during. of Civil yeah. War because there's that time skip where Cap saves everybody, but in this, everyone's still arrested and being held. Yeah, this was during okay. Civil War. Yes. Okay, yeah. Kind yeah, of. So this is right yeah, it's it, during it, the last, like, ten minutes this of Civil right War. After, like, this is right after the airport battle, right? This is right after the yes, because that would be right where it would be, because that's okay. when most of the Avengers get arrested. Okay, yeah. perfect. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was basically right after the they fought at the airport. Yeah. yeah so basically, cool. you're finding out what happened between that and when she went and breaks Steve and Sam out of that weird jail thing. Steve wasn't arrested. It was it was Clint. No. No, wasn't he one of them in the hole? Steve. No, it was at the end of Civil War. Because it was that was just Sam, Clint, and uh, I can't think of Ant Man's name, but Ant Man. Because I thought Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd. <laughs> Paul yeah, Rudd. I too am blanking on his his. Oh, uh, what is character. his character's name? <laughs> anyway, this is the the what she's been up to. Scott. And Scott, Lang. Scott Lang. There we go. <laughs> we find her hiding out in. Norway? Yes, it's Norway. Yeah, she really sad. Norway. Thor didn't even get referenced in Norway, but whatever. And with her, with her new secret boyfriend Rick Mason, that we've literally never heard anything about in yeah. the movies at all. Nope. And all of a sudden, ooh, deep emotional connection, lots of lots of sexual tension. All right, let's she's, show it in there. She's ma- lived okay, many lives. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I was say, so I got their barely friends out of their interaction. Oh no, that's definitely that's definitely uh, she's boned at least once. Definitely, for sure. Maybe. Quick Maybe. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, we pick up with her in Norway. Um, it started, you know, we got to see, like, her as a kid and the Stepford wife, fake family dynamic thing they had going on. Um, they end up... I think it's more like the Americans. TV show. It's fake Russian spy family in America. It's it's, oh, it's, it's the exact it's the exact story. I just knew it because it's whatever. Anyway, so um, <laughs> she we 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 meet Taskmaster and he's trying to get these vials that apparently when they get broken in the widow's faces snaps them out of whatever brainwashing. Um, and Yelena had sent them to her to keep them safe, and she turns around and brings them back to Buda, Budapest. 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 Yeah. Um, so, 
Not Budapest. That's apparently incorrect. That was apparently incorrect. She meets back up with her sister. Um, the place gets attacked. They gotta go on the run. Um, and then they, surprise, they have to break out their fake dad from prison. And then go find their fake mom. In their defense, he is the Russian Captain America. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want that guy on my team, too, That's if he true. owes me a favor. Um, and he definitely owed them a favor. Oh, at least one. Oh, yeah. At least so, one. <laughs> so, meets up, gets them together. They go up to the Red Room, face off against the super bad guy. And then everyone, once again, goes their separate ways. This is a quick synopsis. It was a really good two-hour ad for Hawkeye. Honestly, I'm going to watch the hell out of Hawkeye because of that. Yeah. Uh, Dracov. Dracov was the uh, was the main bad guy that had no weight to him whatsoever. No. You're like, oh, this is definitely the one, the person that's ruined your life, has brainwashed you, has made everything terrible for you. Who you thought you'd already killed. Who you thought you'd already killed. Yeah. And I just didn't really care about him dying. I was kind of excited because it was like, oh, we're getting a Marvel villain who isn't just beat him up until it's over, and that's like that's the solution. But then they just blew him up, and then it was over. And then it was over. And um, the Taskmaster yeah. was kind of sad to see too. I really wanted the Taskmaster, and we didn't get that. <laughs> I, I I didn't. I like the twist. I didn't mind the ch- I didn't mind the changed uh, at least the the backstory on that one because they don't have mutants, so yeah. it's hard to do a Taskmaster thing because they still technically don't have didn't have the rights to the mutants at the point when they were writing this. Sh- at least they did they they do now. Yeah. Uh, but at the time that they were writing this, they didn't actually couldn't make Taskmaster a mutant. So I kind of respected that choice. But the whole point of Taskmaster. Which is a fantastic anti-hero half the time, but um, yeah. is that he can copy anybody? Yes. Immediately, yeah. basically, he sees you for less than three. He sees your two moves, and he's already got you. But was very lax on because we even saw uh, I guess we saw a flashback of of sitting there watching the fight, the the, the Battle of New York. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, so she should be able to fight like Thor and Hawkeye and Iron Man and everything like that. Literally can copy anybody's style. Yeah. And it's like, all right, Hawkeye it is. Yeah. I'm going to just be Hawkeye the whole time. To be fair, she didn't have an Iron Man suit. Sort of did, though. A little bit. Yeah, pretty but sure, did, Pretty sure that guy could have got his hands on some uh, repulsors. He's got a freaking helicarrier. Right. I mean, yeah. it looks like Mir... But uh, <laughs> no, more like uh, more like Skylab. Yeah, more like Skylab. A big cylinder that that's rotating. All right, yeah. that'll help. Wait, okay. How did they not get caught? Shield has literally had helicarriers circling the globe. From, how come nobody finds it? He's parked in club. But I, I mean, mean, he I, also I, probably has given the technology like can sense when another helicarrier is pulling off that he can kind of. But, but yeah, I, but this is like a universe where Tony Stark is still around and capable of doing things. Like, <laughs> Tony is literally scouring the world for everyone. Pretty sure he would have had at least one satellite going over. Is there anything metal in the sky that I should look for? Yeah. Oh, look, a giant battle station that's bigger than a helicarrier? And we, can, we should look into that. Right? Yes, maybe. We can't really even argue that, oh, he only started doing that after Civil War, because he was definitely doing that after, uh, what was it, Age of Ultron, where he was being super oh, paranoid yeah. about super protecting creepy. everything. Yeah. 
No, uh, yeah, I the only thing I can think is that... Oh, I'm sorry. After you. I thought it was just... It's it's hard to go and make a... Insert a movie, like... One thing to do, like, a prequel. But when you're trying to insert a movie into a universe that you've already created this world for, and you're trying to suddenly make all these connections where there weren't any, like, it just... It didn't translate well to me. And I'm like... Well, yeah, because there can't be any stakes whatsoever because it can't actually change anything because it's all already written. The only stakes could be Sounds like a TVA offense to me. <laughs> well, I mean, just on the Budapest mission. I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, you're good. <laughs> no, you're good. No, didn't was it the Red Guardian or whatever? Didn't uh, he say that he fought Captain America a few times? I'm yes. telling you, that's that's so, the only thing I'm excited for. I'm like maybe. Captain, when when he went in retirement with Peggy, got got bored a couple times. Yeah, maybe he was called upon and and top secret mission kind of thing, or maybe timeline issues, you know, and maybe he remembered a different timeline versus what was actually in or the timeline. Or maybe he's just a lying drunk. So, you know, I'm leaving Thanos. So of course, he's know. a lying drunk, because uh, when he fights Taskmaster, who has obviously copied a lot of Captain America's moves, he kind of immediately gets his ass kicked. Yeah, but at this he's point, also he's old as hell. I was yeah. really, well, that's true too. But I was that's also true. really expect I was also true. really expecting him to. I thought that was I definitely thought that was a Chekhov's gun kind of thing like that, where he's talking about how he fought Captain America the first time. I thought when he was fighting uh, fighting Taskmaster with the shield, I'm like, oh, so you picked him up by his shield and threw him out the window? When are we getting that scene? Yeah, that's what I was expecting. I'm like, and that okay? So your fake wife had to come. Do the Black Widow wrap the legs around the head, spin around it, and throw it in somewhere, yeah. and lock her in a cage to die. Okay, you know the place is exploding. That's pretty fucked up. All right. I mean, there was nothing they could really do, but I, I thought they underutilized it. Also, there's a huge goof. I I noticed it. I don't know. I've shot a lot of bow in my life. Uh, Taskmaster definitely at one point uh, is holding an arrow like this and pulls it like this. Oh yeah, that's absolutely not how you're supposed to do that. And I'm like, thank thank goodness. Um, no, no, I'm forgetting his name. Clinton Barton. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner. There we go. Thank, thank goodness he had a little attention. He's had a lot of attention to detail. He actually legitimately looks like he's shooting an arrow when he's shooting the CGI <laughs> blanks that are not there. Kind of. They do a really bad job in the first event. The first he one. Does it, but yes, he the gets first better. one. The first one. He, he definitely like reaches for, and it's definitely an empty quiver in the first one, and yeah. pulls out and has a, an arrow like, and then it was empty. Come on, guys. You got to at least have one in there. I know that they've explained that he now has infinite ammo because Tony's using nano machines to just he's got an ever regenerating yeah. Yeah. he's got an ever regenerating quiver of arrows which finally makes a little bit of sense. Yeah. My favorite Hawkeye thing ever was in Age of Ultron where it's like this guy here with bow and arrows, robots everywhere. It's just, I could kill him. I could just kill him right now. Nobody would know. Nobody would know. And then oh he died. Yeah. You never yeah. sad. I did like them bringing him in the water edition. That was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, like, it was a, it was a good movie overall. Um, it's not the worst Marvel movie I've ever seen. Uh, it, but it's definitely not the best. Yeah. Right. I, um, I, I did enjoy it. It just... And it was coming off the heels of some very good Marvel movies. It's the first four. It, we had to wait longer for it. Yeah. And I, so I think, I think there's a, it's given a lot of more vitriol than I think it needs. Like, I know a lot of people are pissed off about Taskmaster. And I totally get where they come from. Yeah. Totally underutilized, everything like that. But 
when when you're like, oh, you change it to a girl. Who cares? Yeah, that um, wasn't the issue for me. That's not the issue. I'm like, they didn't make her taskmaster. They just called her task. Well, they didn't call her taskmaster technically. They just activated the taskmaster protocol. Yeah. Plus the little all the figures for that. It's like it's taskmaster. It's like yeah, but not really. But lies <laughs> to me. But is it though? Yeah. Like I said, just highly underutilized. But I think again. It wasn't. There wasn't a lot to the story because they couldn't do much. Yeah, they had to just shoehorn it in there. But I liked it. But I'm with you. I think you you were gonna say it earlier. They could have just given me Budapest. Yeah, they could have done the same story and done the Budapest mission. And then we could have had. And then we could have had Jeremy Renner in there. Yeah. And then it would have made it even more sense to actually connect it to Hawkeye at exactly. some point in time. But I guess they're not doing that because we did get a little bit of an insight into what happened. So. They give you some, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that when we get the Hawkeye show, because obviously Elena's going after her. Yeah. Him. Him. I well, and possibly her. Well, eventually, eventually, eventually her. Yeah. Oh yeah, because because Ooh, supposed maybe to that's be how like you get him. Kate Bishop in. She's yeah. avenging Clint's death. Not well, likely. This, this <laughs> is supposed to be him passing the torch to her, but maybe we'll get more like his side of the Budapest story. I, I did like the arrow holes in the walls it. and stuff yeah. like that. That was a cool question. I think you and I remember Budapest very differently. <laughs> <laughs> any any other thoughts on Black Widow? Uh, it, it's a really solid movie. I wish it had come way sooner and that it wasn't just an ad for Hawkeye. Yeah, if, if, it, if it had come out when it was originally scheduled, I think it would have met better reception as well. Absolutely. Um, so, so I got some honorable mentions here that I just wanted to point out real quick. Uh, so it was announced Seth Rogen is working on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie that should be out in 2023. Pretty, sounded pretty cool. Um, are they actually going to be turtles? Are they going to be Teenage Mutant Alien? Two years from now? Hey. (laughs) COVID, sir. Hey. That guy smokes a lot of weed. It takes him a long time. Uh, and he's also just started, like, no, so he just announced yeah. it. Yeah, I, I yeah, did, like I did the, hear a great uh, interview with him that it does take him at least a year to write a script when he normally writes it. So he probably hasn't even written the script yet. Yeah, and the, his, the announcement was, like, he dropped something in, uh, on his one of his socials, and it was, like, different pictures, like, that he drew of, like, ideas and yeah. things. There's also behind the attraction is now out on Disney Plus, which like I, I what's love, that? I love me some docu series, and it's basically the stories behind the different rides at Disney. Um, and if you watch the Imagineering story, which I also highly recommend, this is like a great uh, second part to it. Mm. So really excited for that. Um, do you guys remember that Werewolves Within game that came out? Yeah, the one that looked really bad but then got really good reviews. They're making a movie for it. Really? Yes. Don't get that excited. Oh, oh my god. god. It's, <laughs> okay, it's, I've, I've not even heard of this game. So basically, it's one of those where um, it, like, you have to guess who the mole is, but in this case, it's a werewolf, and you're supposed to... Is it a video game? It's the video game. It started as oh, a video game. Okay, it was so, a video game. Okay. Yeah, so it's one of those things like, where, like... Is it a like, board game? <laughs> well, th- there's been card game versions of it as well, but yeah. the, basically the, the idea is that everyone has a different role, kind of like Among Us, like, yeah. What's for, the, for the Gen Zers out there. Um, yeah, isn't that their big thing? They're all in the Among Us? 
Yeah, I can do kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so everyone <laughs> has a different role, and at the end of, like, everyone goes about their tasks and takes their turn, and at the end, everyone has to vote for who they think is the werewolf. Or whatever. I played that party game. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to make a movie out of it? Yeah, they're making a movie. Oh, I Doesn't sound very exciting. Cool, yeah. Like, at the end of the movie, it's just like, here's all the possible different endings. Oh, like, that is still one of the greatest things oh, I've ever seen. It. So it still holds up on that. It, it looks like it's going to be like one of those, like, it's so bad, it's hilarious type of things. So it's like Wes Anderson directing this in any way, shape, or form? Uh, I don't remember. He involved a lot, but it's it, really a problem now. <laughs> I, I don't think so, but you can Google real quick. Werewolves within movie. I, I will be Why? absolutely on board if it does the clue thing and just different theaters get different endings, but the TV release is like, here's all of them. Like, oh my god, yes, that'd be amazing. The rest of the movie can be dog shit, but I'm down for it if it's that. It's <laughs> least intriguing. Right. <laughs> Wait, is it already out right now? Yeah. Werewolves yeah. within? Yeah, so it's 2021. Mm. Okay. I wasn't sure of the release date. It says one play to one playing here in Houston at the Alamo Draft House. Okay. Yeah. That's oh, already. we <laughs> are, we are so going. This is a goofy horror comedy based on the online game of the same name. <laughs> All right. I'm down. I want to see this awful. Okay, this is gonna be, this is gonna be <laughs> field trip. It's directed by Josh Rubin. Okay, so yeah. we might be safe. The worst of it. <laughs> the worst of it. Um. Also, I'm sure your girlfriend knows a lot about this, but Borderlands movie yes. uh, slated to come out 2022. And just a quick rundown of some of the big players. We got Kate Blanchett playing Lilith, Jack Black playing Claptrap, Jamie Lee Curtis is Tannis, Kevin Hart is Roland, and Ariana Greenbolt is Tiny Tina. So, some pretty heavy hitters. Kevin Hart does seem a little too small to play Roland, but a little bit. I'm totally okay with it. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's no, no, that's, no, that's definitely the joke, and that's why it's going to be better, but really, I'm like, so they couldn't get The Rock? <laughs> they called his best friend, they're like, hey, uh, get The Rock couldn't get Terry Crews. Dw- Dwayne, you can't do it. Uh, will you call Kevin, please? No, he was busy. He was busy doing Jungle Cruise. No, actually, that movie looks good, too. Yeah, I'm really excited. Which comes out this Friday. Seems oh, yeah. so dumb, but in the, in the exact same way the ride is that makes it amazing. <laughs> And here's the backside of water. I'm just glad that they actually are going to give the tour in there. Yeah. Um, and then I'm really excited for uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife coming out. Oh, my God. The boys are back. They're not back. But are they? <laughs> They're kind of back. Vaguely not back. Mm-hmm. It's enough for me. There was a comic series that directly Hello? sequeled to the original <laughs> Ghostbusters movies that ran for years, and it's great. If you want more of the original Ghostbusters, just read the comic. I'm still going to go watch this movie. Oh, I'm not saying don't go watch the movie. Oh, no, I, honestly, yeah. the trailer looks fantastic. Oh, yeah, it looks, it looks great. great. But it, it does not look like it's going to focus that much on the original Ghostbusters. No, they're going to show up. Oh, of course. They, I think they're going to have bigger cameos than they had in the uh, reboot. Oh, so hot. I mean, they're at least... As their actual characters would be even better. No, no, they are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, they do, like, that's the teaser at the end of the trailer, is yeah. that they, they call Ray. Yeah. Ray picks up the phone for a close. <laughs> Click. Guys, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sure it'll be great. 
So if you're wondering how this whole thing operates, we would appreciate you checking out our Patreon, patreon.com slash 8bitcats. If you like our content, please subscribe. Give us, you know, some likes. Uh, it really helps us keep doing this. That brings us to our next segment, uh, Gamer's Corner. So we're going to talk about our other favorite things. Uh, video games. Oh, video games? Yeah. Uh, what are those? Things you don't do. <laughs> um, so we just a lot of video game news the last pat. We'll edit that out. Uh, the last two so we had a lot of video game news these last couple of months, uh, especially because of E3. Yeah, yeah, we got. I've been told this is a thing that happens. Yeah, E3. E3 happens all yeah, the time. we had um, E3, Sony State of Play, and the EA Play Live. Um, so we got a lot of game announcements uh, coming out of that. Um, so. I know Tom doesn't really know too much of what's going on, so we're gonna edit. We're gonna educate Tom on on the excitement. I wrote some stuff down because I'm actually excited for video games for the first time in a long time. Really? I'm gonna so, have to actually play some video games. Why don't you go ahead and kick us off then? Um, where did I put it down? Hey, look, I wrote it. I even wrote it down here. Um, okay, the new uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game uh, from Square Enix looks absolutely fantastic. Slated uh, to come out this uh, year, 2021, soon, yeah. I no. believe October. Um, looks absolutely beautiful. Uh, it, I don't think they actually did, but it sounds like Jane Gunn wrote it. The, <laughs> the dialogue that they at least have in the trailer is uh, has it sounding at least has the same vein. It really feels more like the it feels like the Marvel Cinematic Universe version of the Guardians. They change they change up the look a little bit on them a little bit, but the feel of it is a little bit more ridiculous a little bit more fun uh but i honestly i'm I, if the tr if, if the soundtrack isn't fantastic the game's gonna suck i'm sorry that they better nail the soundtrack they actually um went to uh james gunn and the people at marvel studios because they didn't want to use any overlapping music so they had to make sure that the tracks they picked out for the game weren't already in one of the movies and weren't going to be in the future Guardians 3. Oh, that's going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. All right. All right, we're in. I'm, 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 I was already on board, and now I'm, I'm 100% all in. Yeah, I was pretty invested to get from the get-go. Uh, so. no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to definitely have to play that one. Uh, the other one uh, I saw that really interested me was um, the uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Uh, what, what is it? Fantastic? Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Is it just Tiny Tina's Wonderland? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the uh, the voice cast on that uh, is almost as good as the Borderlands movie. <laughs> uh, it's just, I think they, they've got so many hilarious people in there. Uh, I think they're going to be able to put them in some really ridiculous situations in the game. And I just think overall, I'm going to probably laugh my ass off the entire time I'm playing that game. It's a base, and, yeah, apparently it's based off, they had done, like, a Dungeons & Dragons type DLC. Yeah, one of the oh, yeah. expansions where Tiny Tina was DMing a D&D &D And that's basically the whole thing of it now, and it just seems, like, the most ridiculous, yeah. fantastic, just over-the-top kind of thing you could possibly want for. And the other one is, I have always been a Halo guy. Um, yeah. reason I for bought my first uh, video game console, I wanted to play some Halo. Um, Halo Infinite. I'm crossing my fingers here, I'm crossing my toes. It's hard to do it. It looks like it might not suck. It really looks like it might not suck. The last couple of the, the, and again, 
they they've they've gone back to a little more of the feel of the original trilogy. Because yeah. um, the first three in Reach are just fantastic. Yeah. Reach actually, uh, Reach might be my favorite. Halo Three or Reach is one of the two, but Reach is absolutely fantastic because they just took the best parts of Halo Three and like let's make it a little bit easier to do your guy and do some stuff. Yeah. Uh, supposedly gonna have the same level of customization that you had in Reach in the new Halo Infinite. So armor customization and stuff like that. So yeah, there's going to be one of those games that, yeah, it's going to have microtransactions. You're going to be able to pay for boxes. But guess what? The boxes aren't going to actually do anything to your stats well, whatsoever, pretty think, much. I don't think they've confirmed microtransactions. Yeah, they, they haven't yet. But if, that's, I think it's like, we can assume. With, what, the only thing they have confirmed is that if we do have them, they're not going to actually affect play, gameplay. Yeah, they're not actually going to affect gameplay on a significant level, is what they have said. Uh, they've yeah, said it before. The last one did that, and it was... Oh, it was absolutely bullshit. Yeah, it was pay to win. When you can just when you can just buy a fancy gun, basically, if you spend enough money, you end up with a fancier gun. And you're gonna kill somebody better. It's it's annoying. Uh, I'm really excited for it though, just because um, the multiplayer has always been fun in Halo, uh, and I I most of all I've always preferred the couch co-op on that anyway. I don't like to play against people online because I don't want to know how they fornicated my mother. Um, but yeah, no, that's not. Um, <laughs> But the campaign on this one, they've given us little snippets, and they, like, I mean, the first snippet they showed us looked terrible, but that was also still in progress, and they, they did, they did say that, and then everybody still got pissed off, but it's one of those, the actual, the story, the storyline looks like they're bringing it back in, the, and if they, if they really emphasize the storytelling, that's what really made Halos 1, 2, and 3 especially, and then I think Reach, especially poignant was the storyline halo 4 and 5 couldn't have cared less about the storylines and i literally bought them to play the campaigns and i don't remember what happened in the campaign campaign at number five number four i sort of remember because i played way too many of the missions afterwards and did it a bunch of times halo 5 i think i played through once and just did not care about the story anymore it made me sad they really hyped up um lock fighting and then it happens in a cutscene you don't actually play that fight. nothing you don't even get to shoot him once and it's actually a pretty underwhelming cutscene if memory serves it was yeah they kind of go oh we should be friends like halfway through and finally yeah, I remember yeah. they're like oh why are we fighting again oh crap and it's yeah. over and you're like well why did I show it like this yeah I mean it's fine it looks good alright shoot people cool but they didn't really change the game on this one no. it really looks like they're gonna change the, they're trying to change the game on infinity it feels like it's gonna be a little bit more like Skyrim, but you're Master Chief. <laughs> Weird. It's like, it's supposed to be like basically open world on this new Halo ring, which is the largest the largest environment. It's even larger than the Ark or whatever from Halo Three, um, and it's going to be basically open world with with multiple like they got your checkpoints and stuff that you need to get done, but you can do them in whatever order you want. You have a little bit more freedom. You can explore a little bit. And one thing that was confirmed, I saw that was really funny. Uh, you will be able to push people off the edge of the uh, of the edge of the ring. There's not a wall there apparently, <laughs> so awesome. you can just push people into space, and that sounds fantastic. Like they're like, it's not gonna. It, you might have to work on it a little bit, but even one of the guys when they're beta testing is like, yeah, I, I came around the corner. I was riding in a scorpion, knocked into a wraith, and he just happened to hit right at the same time, and he just fell right off the edge into space, and I'm like. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I think that would be interesting. That's the one with the grappling hook in the trailer, right? Yeah. So, the theoretically, you could get knocked off and just and grapply hook your way If you could grapply hook back. Uh, in the campaign, supposedly, the grapply hook's going to be an all-the-time thing. Yeah. And in the multiplayer, it's going to be it's gonna be like a power pickup that you pick up on the thing and you can yeah. use it. But 
it's for different gameplay stuff. They, they're really they're adding some different things in there, but still trying to make it feel like the old original Halo game. And I'm like, I'm just so excited for it to maybe not suck. It would yeah. just make me so happy. <laughs> so that's all I got for E3. I again, I've got three games that I'm actually want to play, and that uh, weirds me out a little bit. Wait, what's on your list? Uh, uh for games that I'm excited about. I'm sure about, mine is longer. Probably. Uh, I'm. I'm Pretty excited for the new uh, Life is Strange. I really like that series, so I'm, I'm just I'm also kind of happy that they're changing companies that are making it. But I'm I'm really excited about that game. Yeah, I've I never played any of the Life is Strange games. They always kind of look kind of eh to me. But this one I actually am really excited for as well. Yeah. Um, I, I like the the different direction that they're taking it. Yeah. Um, and I like the idea of like being able to feel people's emotions and be able to use that. So, yeah, for those reasons, yes, I'm very excited about that. I've always loved the series, so I'm just looking forward to it. Uh, Metroid Dread looks pretty phenomenal. I cannot wait for that game. <laughs> uh, and that's the new. Uh, it, it's not a side scroller one, right? That, that, that's no, it, this, it is. It is a okay, it's the one they're doing. The, it's the one they're actually doing in the old Metroid style. Exactly. Right, cool. All right, that that would actually does look really cool. Worked on. Uh, we just, this is done, so we're giving it to you. <laughs> You're still going to have to wait for the other one, so let's give you this one. Here yeah, you go. Just to hold you over. Calm down. <laughs> Apparently, this was supposed to be out on the 3DS, like, forever ago, and it just kind of got shelved for a while. Yeah. So was it now on the Switch? Yes. Yeah. And I'm happy I like for that it. Better the Switch anyway. can handle it better, probably. Like I said, I, I, like the, I think I like that idea better anyway. Yeah. Uh, it looks so good. Uh, the last one I want to mention is actually one that I'm not at all excited about. I think it looks really stupid is the new Final Fantasy that got announced, that, like, prequel to the, the first one. Oh, I have it on my list. Uh, Stranger... Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. Yeah, it looks so dumb. You're I taking the most, like, high fantasy Final Fantasy game, and you're giving us, like, isekai protagonists and stuff. Like, that dude's wearing a t-shirt. Peter. Why? Peter. <laughs> yeah? We gotta go fight chaos. Oh, my God. Chaos oh, is in so the building. Annoying. <laughs> It's like every other sentence ends with chaos. We <laughs> have to go fight chaos. Chaos is in the castle. We gotta get chaos. Uh. It looks so <laughs> stupid, but I too am excited to play this stupid game. I'm, I'm not gonna. I will maybe watch someone play it. I think it looks dumb as hell, and I don't want to support that. We'll, we'll have to stream it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Yeah, I'm more excited for the still no release date or that much information on Final Fantasy 16. That one looks like it's gonna be awesome. Uh, I cannot wait. It's, uh, it's supposed to have the combat director from Devil May Cry oh, really? tied behind it. So I'm, I'm, yeah. That'll be nice. Right. Let me scroll back up on my list because I have a list. Oh my God, you do. Oh, I do. Some of some of the games you guys already mentioned, so <laughs> I, I won't go back and touch on. Thank God. She probably just like. Copied the E3 list and it was. I think it was the full release list. If I'm looking at it right now, I'm pretty sure that is the full release list. It's definitely not. But anyway, um, so they're coming out with a new Lord of the Rings game, Gollum. Yeah, you Do you play? get to play as Gollum? Yes. Why? It is literally. <laughs> it is literally Gollum's journey through the Lord of the Rings. Like you get to see all of the, like the big high drama scenes, but it's all from Gollum's point of view. Why? Why? Is it just like a stealth why? game? Like, are you just sneaking That's around? That's all it is. Yes. It's going to be a large stealth game. 
Yes. I would rather just play the Lego Lord of the Rings trilogy it's, again. It's, <laughs> it's Hello Neighbor. All those Legos <laughs> get, are fan, all those oh, Lego yeah. games are fantastic. Nobody can tell me different about that. <laughs> oh no, but, no, the Lego games the, are fantastic. But why? But, no, if you're going, he literally has no effect on the story. Technically, even in the parts where he has an effect on the story. Yeah. The only thing he does is 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 lead him to Shelob's lair. Yeah. And then just takes the ring away. and dies in the... Well, the world volcano. looks really pretty, and I'm going to play it. Ooh, oh, yeah. Press Y to jump in lava. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> press Y to attack Frodo. Um, Redfall, <laughs> Redfall looks pretty cool. Um, it's a brand new IP. It's going to be uh, exclusive to Xbox. Um, but it's kind of got a little, little Borderlands feel, a little fantasy feel because you're going to be fighting vampires um it's it's got that uh probably gonna have that like dark souls feel to it um i feel like it's probably going to be one of those like challenging games where like you die and then bad things and i don't like those games but you're excited about this one yes i want to play this one (laughs) Just like um, and we and we were laughing. I'm kind of. I'm surprised you didn't have this on your list, Elden Ring. Well, because we really haven't seen enough of it for me to be like, yes, I'm excited. I just um, don't know enough about it yet. We finally got a full blown gameplay trailer. That's yeah. that's more than we've gotten. That's it, true. This comes out in January. Yeah. Is it really already in ja- well, I mean, yeah, January? Yeah, January 2022. Oh, it's not that they knocked it back. They were like, hey, guys, this is this is a game. And all it showed you was it was a black screen with a gold circle. And I was like, is this like a Lord of the Rings? And no, no, it's Elden Ring. Well, I guess because what? It's written by George R.R. R. Martin. Yes. And it's uh, and uh, the other it's, guy from Dark Souls. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's My brain it, also points. Hide, yeah. Hideo That's not even. Familiar. They're all gentlemen. Yeah. Hideo. Hideo. There we go. Are, are y'all thinking of Hideo Kojima? Because that's I, someone else. I think he is. <laughs> it's, no, it's the Metal Gear Solid guy. No, I'm not no, he's, right. he's, it's, 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 it's by the guy that does Dark Souls and yeah. George R. R. Martin, but I'm blanking on his name as well. Yeah. We're, we are terrible at this. <laughs> well, I remember reading some article about it where George R. R. Martin came out. I was like, it's. Like it's not like I did all Hidetaka that. Hidetaka Miyazaki. Yeah, okay. yeah Miyazaki. Miyazaki. I'm freaking right. His yeah. first name's Hidetaka. 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 I I put too many A's in there. Let's yeah. just butcher it. Yeah. Say it as wrong. Hidetaka. Hidetaka. Hidetakos. We didn't get much information on it, but Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild 2. Maybe next year. Maybe. We really didn't get much for it. Other than that, it seems like it's probably going to reference Skyward Sword a lot. Um, hence them re-releasing their game so that everybody can actually play through it and get those references. And that also us seeing Skyloft in the trailer right there at the end. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, there's also this, uh, it's called Solstice. Yeah. It's like a hack and slash RPG. And again, I think it's going to be very Soulsy, yeah. But like, it just looks really good. And the trailer just had me very... It, it kind of reminded me a little like of Final Fantasy, where it's like you've got this big bad, and like the the opening uh, protagonist comes out with this big old sword. That to me, I was like, huh, oh, Sylvester sword. So I'm excited for that. Um, 
Steel Rising, you're basically an android fighting the French Revolution. All right, I'm in. All right. That just sounds fun. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why? Again, no. Why? I'm with you on the why, but I'm also... No, I'm in. Yep. Because... Move forward! Retreat! (laughs) It's not like... It's not like you're playing the events of the French Revolution. It's been very dramatized, and it's like you're you're fighting uh, fantastic creatures and demons and kind of stuff like that. But you play as an android. During the French Revolution, are you a time traveling android? I'm completely. Or you are you like a Da Vinci clockwork thing that's (laughs) that's pulled out of the ground a thousand years later? I don't know. Um. So I never. I, I haven't played the first one, but Outer Worlds 2. Well, I was I like, just, was the first one that's still rising? That's a sequel? No, no, no I, I want to talk about Outer Worlds 2 just because I loved the trailer that they showed at E3. Uh, the most honest trailer I've ever seen put out by a video game company, yeah. I think. They literally came out and were like, Are you tired of trailers that just show you nothing? Let us show you grass. People running. Possible world destruction, and it was just. Well, just on and on, just basically. Fun and the, of it. the narration is basically just every terrible video game trailer you've ever seen that you're like. Lens flare. The world was like, this is a monster design you'll never actually see in the game. Yes. <laughs> just the most honest, the most honest thing you've ever seen. We're just doing this because we know you'll like this. You're never actually gonna be able to fight this guy. No, that's not happening. He'll actually be very friendly if he shows up. <laughs> yeah, so th- I just enjoyed that trailer. Um, well, before we move on, Outer Worlds is a phenomenal series. It's made by the same people who did uh, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. So mm-hmm. besides the trailer being fun, this game will be really good if you like those types of games. Oh, yeah. I, I want uh, This trailer actually made me want to go play the first one. You absolutely should. It's really good. If, if that's the kind of humor that's in the game, Oh, yeah. I actually then think I around. have it on Game Pass. Well, we, we, then we, why haven't we played that? Shoot. Yeah. I know. If I'm not mistaken, somebody actually beat Outer Worlds in like 12 minutes. Oh, it can be beaten really quickly. Yeah. The developer's watching it, and it's like, oh my yeah. god, I never considered this. They're like, like, what in the world? Yeah. yeah. But basically, you're just like, so they already knew the end goal, and they're like, well, if you just turn around and go All this way, you just run someplace, done. get something done, go to another place, buy yeah. something, go to another place, then hop a wall that you're normally not supposed to hop, and then once you get over that, you go do some other thing, and then you're done in like 12 minutes. When I was playing it, I was like, can you really casually make this jump? Like, holy crap, you, you can. can't. <laughs> no, it, like, it's e- like the it's... worst possible ending um, when they're doing this, but it is, it's very quick. You can beat it very, very quickly. Okay, so you don't get the fun ending, but it's done. Well, yeah. arguably you get the fun ending. It's <laughs> well, just yeah. the bad ending of the game. Yeah. Well, the quote-unquote bad ending. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the worst ending. It's just over, yes. Yeah. Okay, um, that's fantastic. 12 minutes, <laughs> yeah. They beat it quick. And because it's supposed to be like, that's the whole thing. It's like, oh, it's... If you wanted to, you could play it forever. Yeah, you play it or for you could a play while. it in well, 12 minutes. Is, yeah. it, it's not like Skyrim and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But you, it, it, it has a definitive end. Yeah. But, but it, it should take you a good yeah. long chunk yeah, of time to get to the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there was another one. Um, it's going to be on Steam. It's called Batora Lost Haven. Um, it's kind of like a top-down Diablo-style RPG. That, okay. Like The graphics just look really good. And I'm excited for it. Nice. Uh, Far Cry 6, I have been excited for for like a hot minute. I had that pre-ordered like day one because Giancarlo Esposito like made me see more, made you say more. 
But, um, oh, yeah, he is the bad guy in that one, isn't he? Yes, but then I actually went, because I normally don't do the season pass stuff, because I'm like, eh. Like, when I'm done with the game, I'm done. Oh, but that one has Far Cry Blood Dragon, right? Oh. No, this one has the season pass. They have, you actually, there's, you get to play as the villains from 3, 4, and 5. Yeah. And you go through, like, this crazy, like, little mission stuff, and I'm like, can you do that again a little closer to the microphone? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, with Six, I really hope that our protagonist isn't like a customized make-your-own one again. Give them a personality again so that they can actually play off the villain, because Five really lost a lot by having you make your own character. I think you may be able to just... To decide whether you're male or female, yeah. Um, but I don't think you you actually get to customize. Um, I'm okay. With, I just don't want a silent protagonist again. It, 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 Far Cry. A lot of the fun of the story comes from the interactions with the main character and the villain. And five didn't have anything because mm-hmm. you were completely silent. But you've got a cheetah, not a cheetah, a cougar named Peaches. Yeah, but I don't care bear about that. Named Cheeseburger. <laughs> you make this. People. Yeah, but you can also the bear's name Cheeseburger. Yeah, cheeseburger. <laughs> can you change it? Yeah. No. Oh, you can. No, you can. I never tried. I think because when when I got Boomer, it asked me if I wanted to change the name. Maybe I just never bothered with it. <laughs> yeah. I would have left it. I would have left it. Cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. Who's Boomer? The dog. <laughs> the dog is just named Boomer. Okay. Yeah. I didn't play it in Far Cry. The names were a little perfect, so it's like maybe I just. Cheeseburger is a great name for a bear. I wasn't saying there was anything wrong with it. I said, can you change it? It's been a hot minute, so I might have just confused. That is probably the one I played the least. I just really did not care about five. I did. Uh, A new avatar, Frontiers of Pandora, looks really good. I was not into it. I, I'm kind of excited. It looks like it might be better than the original Avatar game, which isn't saying a lot. Well, yeah, the, yeah. I guess that there might be. I might be a little biased here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that out there. I didn't play the first one, so. Oh, it was a piece of crap. It was not great. But, Glad I missed it. Hopefully, this one will be solid. I know they're pretty much just releasing it to get people hyped for the new movie, but yeah. Well, yeah, they're trying to capitalize off that, but I just. I mean, I'm not really sure where they're gonna go with the new movie either. That's that that that's what my whole thing is like. Where's the other story in this universe? You only told Pocahontas. Um, what's the other one? <laughs> well, now they're gonna tell Pocahontas. No, no, no. Sorry, Fern Gully. Fern Gully. I was gonna say, sir. Fern Gully. Sorry, it's, it's more accurately Fern Gully. Fern Gully have a sequel. I was about to say there was a Fern Gully. There was a Fern Gully too. Yes, yeah. it exists. Was Robin Williams in it? I don't know. I never Did saw it. Is that worth watching? You you know Robin Williams is in it. Yeah, and he fought a lot to make sure that movie happened because he liked Fern Gully. It was a great movie because of Robin Williams' performance <laughs> in it as an insane bat. Um, just worth it, worth a mention, uh, Nintendo did really announce they're doing the Switch OLED model. It's basically, it's got more battery life, a better screen if you're playing portably, but yeah. I rarely take my Switch anywhere, so. Yeah. Yeah. Just stay plugged into the wall where you're playing. I'm gonna wait until they get the, uh, the, the OLED the... S. <laughs> the OLED S. I'm just excited for the uh, OLED light. Yeah, whenever they knock it, they're like, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You're like, wait, didn't you just. That, that's the that's the original one. That's yeah. It's less battery and less story. What are you doing here? Yeah, it's just, so I have a question it, for it, you. It only costs $20 more. 
Do you like side scrollers? Yeah, I was just talking about how excited I am for Metroid Dread. Do you like bunny rabbits? Mm, not really. Not I, I'm actually a fan of bunny rabbits. Mm, like then let me tell you about rabbit or something. Fist, Forged in Shadow Torch. I don't see the connection. I'm, I'm so you play. <laughs> tell me about Fist, Forged of Shadow Torch. You That's play as this rabbit <laughs> with this like robotic arm thing that's like way bigger than him and it's a side scroller and you that that's the pitch guys so you're like i'd, I'd play it so you're like <laughs> so you're like rocket raccoon basically you're some but you're a rabbit genetically modified rocket bunny rabbit, rabbit. Well, I and don't... you've got a big fancy robot arm yeah, that like, I'm assuming helps you get through situations and, in the game. Yeah. Yeah, presumably. And kill things. If he's got a grappling hook arm, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I, do, I don't recall seeing a grappling hook, but. It's probably upgradable. <laughs> you could, there's there's going to be a grappling hook. It has to be. It's a side. There's going to be a grappling hook. hook. Right. I swear to God, if there's not, that's a that's a missed opportunity. <laughs> um, and then Deathloop looks pretty good. Deathloop? Yes. Yeah, Death so it, it's basically. Loop. A Groundhog's Day of a video game where you play. There's so there's seven assassins. You play as one of them, and the goal is to kill all of them before one of them kills you. But if one of them kills you, you start the day over. Yeah. Hmm. Kind of interesting. And the art style is kind of cool too. I'd rather have an Edge of Tomorrow video game than if you're gonna do that kind of premise. So it's Looper. Yeah. Yeah, the assassins. Yeah. Yeah. Not not no not not, not, a, not directly. They, they, they looped <laughs> a lot. They looped a lot further. Yeah. yeah. And then September twenty twenty one, Doctor Who: The Edge of Reality. Doctor Who's getting a video game. Yes. yes. I mean, he definitely already has a bunch of video games. But, but yeah. <laughs> okay, a good one. <laughs> this one's gonna feature the thirteenth Doctor. I don't yeah. know. Would this be a good one? Never know. He can't. Kind of hard to. I didn't even know there were Doctor Who video games, so I'm excited. Yeah, the Doctor just runs all the time, so. Is this the, the VR one? I didn't say it was in VR because it's coming to PlayStation and Xbox. Oh, okay. Then probably not. Just can you imagine a VR one just. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> That's all you're doing. <laughs> you, you just flick your. Yeah, you flick, I first flick your hand out and nothing happens. Yeah! yeah. Screwdrive it! I did first see the trailer on the, the Sony website. It, it wasn't announced at Sony State of Play or anything. It, so I thought, I was like, oh crap, maybe it is a VR game. But then when I was scrolling through, it was also on Xbox. So I was like, yeah. What was it called again? Doctor Who Edge of Reality. I was going to Edge of Time. <laughs> it sounds right. Well, it's because it was. Part of the DVD. Oh, okay, okay. There's two so. Doctor Who games coming out in 2021. This one comes out in yeah. September. Dose, if I may. Also coming out September 2021 uh, is this. Uh, it's called Lost in Random. Um, it's stop motion animation. Um, so it's got that like kind of Nightmare Before Christmas feel to it. But you basically um, are in this world, and this evil queen comes and kidnaps your sister. Your sister's name is Odd, and her name is Even. Dice. And you get this little dice companion that's going to help you, like, go through and find your sister. And it just looks really cute. Does it only give you even numbers? I don't think so. It's random. Can we operate in even? (laughs) Lost in random. 
But it's also gonna. Four. It's also oh. like a card. I need a one. One of those like card building Two. type of <laughs> type of games. So you'll get like different cards that give you like different abilities and everything, and hmm. it just looks really cool. All right. Okay. And then EA State of Play. I never played the original Dead Space, but we're getting the Dead Space remake. Well, I'm actually excited for that one. The oh, original Dead that. Space was. I'm not a big horror game most of the time, and that was just done so well. That oh, was, yeah. They are rebuilding it from the ground up. Nice. That actually be really interesting then, because the, the, the only issue with that game it was always weirdly broken in some very strange spots. Yeah. Well, and they're, some they're weird not shit even, would happen. They're Absolutely. not even going to try and mess with like making it uh, last-gen compatible. It is new-gen only. Xbox right. Series X and... PlayStation 5. Because she got distracted by one of the cats. He's like pulling my tablecloth. Yeah. I almost lost a computer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My 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 uh, experience with Dead Space was uh, playing on a table just like this up on the wall in the dark, and the the only part that I really got scared at in that whole game, like truly terrified, where I was like, oh, <laughs> like like audibly, was the very beginning. Because the very beginning, you get off the ship. You go walking into like the little boarding room or whatever, and everybody's like, "Oh, weird! Like, why is it all dark? What's going on? We can't reach anything." Hey, Isaac, go back to the back here, and then flip on the switch. And you're like, "Oh, okay." So you go walking back there, and you type on the little computer. Then all of a sudden, freaking like everything goes dark, and then the red light starts spinning, and everybody's like, "What's going on?" And then all of a sudden, you see this creature drop down, and then it like stands up and starts attacking. And they're like, "Run!" And I'm like, "Ooh." <laughs> so I started running, and as soon as I came up to that first vent, it popped right out, and I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> just like the only part that I got scared at. But I was like, my heart was pounding, and I'm just like, oh, crap, I got to go. And then it's like you get to that elevator, and like it closes, and all of a sudden it opens back up. I was like, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> That's what actually got me in the game, because I'm like, it was a it was a really well-done jump scare. Yeah. They set it up perfect, and you're like, I know it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I know it. Mm. Mm. But then it finally there it is! Ah! Oh, yeah. like, oh. Shit! I'm like, I know it's coming, I just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, you sons of bitches. Yeah, but that first, that first vent that popped out, I was like, oh! Because <laughs> you don't have a weapon. So you no, just, no, nothing. Yeah, so immediately I'm Run. like, oh god! So I just freaked out, but yeah. It was a legit, like, verbal well, yell. It's got, like, the laser cutter thing, man. I'm yeah, like, after like, that, oh, I was like, oh, good. This is fun as hell, <laughs> <Yes. all right. laughs> This is just Doom in space. (laughs) It's a good game. I love this. I'm happy that they're going to come out with a new one. It'll be nice to actually see it in in new gen specs. Besides Dead Space, have we mentioned anything else that has enticed your interest? Oh, I mean, Legend of Zelda sounds like a good one. The Metroid is obviously something I'd like to play too because I've I've loved Metroid for a while. Um, Yeah, but a lot of them sound okay. I like stuff I'd go and play unless I really felt like a good review for it or something because sometimes you get those games that are underdeveloped and they push them out too quickly and then you're left disappointed. Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually really like that game, but <laughs> I mean seeing the some of the bugs in Cyberpunk is kind of funny. You can't deny you know? that it's it oh, it's definitely got problems. Yeah. Yeah. I was just lucky because the only bug I really got in game. that game helps me a lot where oh, okay. my car would tether to me if I went on top of buildings to fight enemies yeah. and blow up. But it was in the early part of the game where you just kept getting the same car over and over again, so it just it was a free bomb for the enemies, basically. Nice, it kind of works out. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. I just want to pet the cats. <laughs> if I just walked around, pet all pet, the cats. Cat yeah. petting simulator. I wish there. I wish there was an achievement. You pet all the cats. <laughs> you pet every cat in the game. Crazy, Crazy cat. Yeah. 
You know, Stephanie would have that immediately. <laughs> that was actually yes. an achievement, yes. yes <laughs> she was trying to find every cat. It, it was ultimately pretty disappointing. I just, I still had fun with it. Yeah. I mean, that's ultimately what what counts as Did long you as you had fun. fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to have fun with a solid game, you know, with yeah. minor bugs. Because you know they're going to come with bugs, but at the same time you don't want, like, every twist and turn that you take. You know, somebody has an elongated head or yeah, someone's walking through the down. ground or something's exploding or you're just standing there and then all of a sudden everybody just goes, ah, and starts running away. And you're like, what's going on? And, you know, and you're just wondering what event's taking place and there's no event. Just the CPU is like, oh, time to scare everybody away. And everybody just runs away and you're like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. I saw that one. That was actually pretty funny. I don't see any threats, so I'm just assuming I made a really <laughs> ugly character. <Yeah. laughs> like, I mean, literally, everybody would just go, ah! And then uh, you just see everybody just vacate the, the surrounding area, and you're like, what's going on? What did I do? Did I turn all clothes? I'm yeah. sorry, that's on me. Yeah. That's on me. And that brings us to our last segment. Hey, check this out, where we give you some cool stuff to uh, check out on your free time. Uh, links will be in the uh, show notes so that you can go and check out all these awesome things. Peter, what do you got for us? I, originally, I only had the one, but I thought of another one while we were doing this. Ooh, so um, He's got two. One is a show on Paramount Plus that doesn't get enough attention. It's Star Trek Lower Decks. It's a really good, just comedy show it's not a parody it's canonical to the universe but i absolutely love it more people need to watch it and the second season starting i think later next month right i'm just reading sure. i'm pretty sure it's later in August. i don't know Sam. um the other one is they a little while ago they did a, an audiobook adaptation for the sandman comic series and they just recently announced that they're doing the next part uh it's coming out later this year they've given some of the cast list but just the one that really stuck out to me was they have david Tennant as loki and i cannot wait i'm so excited <laughs> We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> just, well, now he is. Yeah, now he is. <laughs> <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> but David Tennant. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's a, but it's a novelization. It, so it, it's like an audio drama. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, basically, the the way the first part worked is they they cast a bunch of big name actors to play all the characters. Like uh, James McAvoy is uh, Sandman. He's oh wow. Okay. Um, Are they going to stick with that? Hopefully? Yeah, it's still, it's still okay. for the next part. And uh, I think it was like Taron Egerton for Constantine, which wasn't what I thought they would pick, but it was still pretty it's good. It's not a bad choice now. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember everyone. I know it's Kat Dennings' death as well. Um, cool. Yeah. So the way it works is that Neil Gaiman uh, does the actual narration for what's going on in the world, and they just okay. voice all the character's lines. Actually, that's really interesting. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Taking a visual medium out of the visual. Yeah, the, the first part is actually free if you have a subscription to Audible, so it, it's like eight hours long, and it's just it's really solid if you want to catch up real quick. Shit, all right. Yeah. Tom, what do you got for us? Oh, me. Oh, yeah. Um, Dune. The new oh. Dune trailer's coming out. Actually, it already came out, but the new Dune movie's going to come out, I think, in October or yeah, so. Yeah, October or something, yeah. Yeah, and I'm really excited for that. Uh, the casting on it looks great. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't think I could have... They, I don't. I don't know if they could have picked much better. No, I mean it. It seems like a very solid movie if it's going to come out well. And I hope that it's not going to be like just an hour and a half long movie. Like no, I hope it's like a good, I will like, sit there for three hours. hours. Yeah. I will sit there for three hours. I have no problem with it. Yeah. Just do the stories and justice. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. The only time I've ever seen it done justice in a visual medium, there was, because well, there's the original movie with Sting in the Metal Underwear, which yep. 
has its merits. It's, it Again, wasn't a bad movie. Has its merits, hundred <laughs> percent. If you've read the book, doesn't have as many merits. Yeah, doesn't have as many merits. But like the the visual, uh, the visual effects of like the uh, the shields and stuff like they had and did everything like that. They actually stole that for the TVA yeah. for. Uh, for Loki, yeah. they even admitted that they're like, oh, 100 percent, it's from Dune movie. Okay, one with Sting in the middle pants. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, I got it. I can see it now. Um, but there was a great. Um, they did a mini series. They they've done two mini series, but they did one that was a longer form one. It was like two hour episodes at a time. It, it was, was like, sci fi. It was a sci fi. Yeah, and it was that one was as close as they could get, yeah. as, as close as they've gotten it. I truly, I actually have that DVD at home. I, I truly love that movie, that or the, that, that series. That is the know? only one, that is the only thing I remember explicitly actually renting and getting the DVDs from yep. Netflix mailed to my house so I could watch that shit. Yep. And I'm like, and my daddy looked at me and was like, um, why aren't you watching this? And I'm like, have you ever read the books? And he goes, no, but I've seen the movie. And I'm like, not no, the no, same. No, no. <laughs> not the same. Two different things. Not even close. I mean, not even close. I mean, the the original movie they had the freaking they they took um, you know liberties and like the weaponry and stuff. Oh yeah. Like the the voice, you know. The, oh yeah. The what? Uh, what was it called? The willpower will. The voice. No, it, the voice was the weapon, but it was the um, weirding way. The weirding way. They, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the weirding way. Called, yeah. So it was that that they took into into the liberty of doing and, and I really didn't like that adaptation no. of, of it so it was, it was weird when I watched it I was like ah this really doesn't sit well with the book I mean it still followed the book but it wasn't like are, up to it I just hope they do the ornithopters right yeah is that, is that bad yeah, yeah that, I would like I, to I want to see the technology actually done how Frank Herbert describes it in the yeah. book yeah because everybody's be tried but no yeah if they can still make it look close. good but I think they're also trying to keep it like I mean the sci-fi version was to try to keep it with technology that yeah. would be in a certain timeline like that not necessarily like our technology but oh yeah you know i mean a thopter would be like a helicopter you know yeah. so they they played it like that but yeah this new one it looks almost just I, like what the book would be in my head it, it, it 100% like muted colors yeah everything like that like the way they've shot it it honestly it it, it looks it's matching the good. vision i think very good at least as far as the trailer goes yeah again I'm gonna see it 100. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm take a look at it because it's it's definitely something that I want to get watched. So that's coming in October, and I, that's something I'll check out. God, I can't remember who's playing Duncan Idaho, and I know it was fantastic. It was was it Idris Elba was playing Duncan Idaho. I know Jason Momoa does. Um, uh, or, no, it, it, no, that was Jason Momoa. Jason yeah. Momoa is Duncan Idaho, yeah. and Gurney Halleck is uh, yeah. is. Uh, I think I think he's Idris Elba. Yes, yes. And then they've got uh, what uh, the Skarsgård. Uh, gentleman as uh, Baron Harkonnen. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be just... I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I did like uh, Zendaya as Chidi, though. Yeah. That was an interesting choice. I'm like, you know what? It matches visually. I think I think it matches the description pretty well. Yeah. It's, yeah like I said, it's going to be a, a fantastic movie. So I hope okay. that's going to work out. What do you got? Um, I just uh, finished watching a show way too quickly. Uh, upload on Amazon Prime. Um, so if you already subscribed to Prime, you get it for free. It's fantastic. Um, it's a great show. Um, premise is kind of set in the semi-future, not too far ahead, not the not-too-distant future. Um, and you can upload your consciousness to, uh, to heaven when you die. Hmm. And they program these super nice heavens, super expensive, all the sorts of stuff like that. So it goes, it, it's a really great show. It dives into some, um, 
dives into some it dives into some social issues for sure. It gets some uh, uh, so uh, uh, gets into some uh, like some areas of race, some areas of class, some areas of everything like that. Uh, it's a very intriguing just overall thing. Uh, reminds me, me of honestly just a one Black Mirror episode stretched out into a season, but it was done very well. Like, and they're gonna get the hopefully they get a second season because the first one ended great and was fantastic. Um, but it ended up it was like a Black Mirror uh, Black Mirror episode, but with a bunch of humor in it. It was still very funny, very light, had some great stuff to it, uh, and then also had some really great intrigue and a lot of great uh, I think social commentary honestly on it. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, didn't really have any big name actors in it, pretty much whatsoever, and I think that was what Robbie was really. Robbie Amell. Like I said, pretty much none. It had some, <laughs> but uh, but most of the most of the people in it. Stephen Amell's cousin. Yeah. Oh, you're arguing with a big name actor. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Think she's actually, arguing that. I mean, I feel like that's he's the guy with the. That's the guy with the biggest name in the in the show. Oh, okay. Is what I'm saying on that one. I didn't even know he is. I didn't know he had a brother. Um, <laughs> but anyway, he's in it, I guess. Uh, but no, honestly, uh, I thought it was really great overall. I highly recommend it. Um, and if you already have your Amazon account, you get it for free, so might as well check it out. Yeah. Okay, well, mine is super short and little dumb, but uh, a friend had posted, and I went back to the actual Assassin's Creed Facebook page, it's this video of them playing some, like, 80s music, and the Assassin's Creed characters just, like, dancing and chilling out, and, like, this big god demon guy comes and dances with them, and it, it was just really funny, and it made me laugh, so I wanted to share that with the world. Again, links will be in the show notes. Please check it out. Real quick. I wasn't ignoring him earlier, by the way, when I was looking at my phone. I was checking my dates for things. Everybody saw it. You all saw it. Season 2 yeah. is August 12th is when that one will premiere, and then the Part 2 of Sandman is going to come out September 22nd. Ah, yeah. Thank you for the dates. That actually is very helpful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us on this episode of 8-Bit Cast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed. Again, check us out on Patreon. You can like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, and if you want to be included in our thank you notes, uh, please subscribe on Patreon, where you can also check out our original pilot that is a Patreon exclusive. Bye! Deuces.